Coming up, we ask the question, Garrison Keeler, homophobe or curmudgeon? We also talk about barbecue, jackfruit. Yeah, jackfruit. That barbecue ain't jackfruit. We talk about Tom Waits. We talk about uh, Mark Evan Jackson and Danny Strong. He was on Mad Men? Yeah, Danny Strong was. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's my Brody impression. We talk about Spartacus, blood and sand. <laughs> That's Spartacus with two S's. We talk about the theater! We talk about our dream guests. Fran Drescher is dreamy. We talk about Jamba Juice. And Stumpy McPeeps, Brody's wife. We talk with Ben Acker. And Ben Blacker. Of the Thrilling Adventure Hour. At the Largo at the Coronet. All on... Shaky Town Radio Hour. The. The Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. Wow. No, you don't have to say it. I was going to. I was. It was at the end, you said. It was at the end. No, I was about to to bring you guys in. Are we starting at the end and going backwards? We could. We could. Like Memento. I was thinking of the dwarf on... That's not proper. I'm sorry. The little person... Midge. They're like Midge. What do they call him on the show? A they, Twin Peaks. But what are they? The little... They the didn't call man him. man from another place. So there you go. Little gentleman, I believe they like to be called. Mm. There we go. <laughs> Is that a true? I believe they get to be called. That one had a suit. So. We, have, <laughs> we have Ben Acker and Ben Blacker on the show today. Um, hello, you. Ben. Thank hello, you. Ben. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having us. us. Hello, have hello. we started yet? Do you want to start again? I think we, got, we almost should, shouldn't we? No, we, we're not going to start. <laughs> I will if you will. No, no, we can't. I, well, I, I wasn't talking. Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. <laughs> I'm Ben Acker. I forgot my line. <laughs> it's okay. No one's listening for you, bro. <laughs> oh, no, that's not true. I am Gene George. <laughs> no, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> he gets that a lot, though. Uh, Spartacus? No. What? Do people mix you up with Spartacus a lot? Uh, the Eusta, when I had the name badge that that's said Spartacus. Hang on one second. Just shut up for a second. This is... <laughs> Sorry. This is a freewheeling conversation, right? Yes. We don't have to stick to any sort of a uh, template, do we? No, no, no. Have you guys seen the Spartacus TV show? <laughs> oh! Spartacus Blood and Sand? Blood and Sand. Uh, <laughs> I've yeah, not seen I, it. It's stars, right? Yeah. yeah. I, with, with, a, with a Z. Yeah. Spartacus is with two S's. Not together. That's Spartacus... I haven't seen. Is he half man, half snake? Uh, I started watching it. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Wow, uh, friends of ours might on it. Really, yeah. them well. Really, he's not half man, half snake. And <laughs> I like it. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I know that I the, it was awful. Awesome. The lead on it, it, they just they had the lead on it has yeah. left. He's, oh, dying. he's dying of cancer. Oh, really? Horrible. Yeah. Mm. That's awful. Don't How get do you on stars, you guys. Wow. <laughs> what else is on stars? Party down. Well, and then, which is no longer there. Also down. The curse. Is it dying of cancer? What didn't you like about it, Gene? Um, Should we start it, again? It seems... Uh, <laughs> the Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm Brody 
Uh, I'm Dean Jones. It seemed like a really. It, it, I, I, admittedly, I only gave it about half an episode, so um, more than it enough. seemed like <laughs> it seemed like a weak tea of uh, of Xena and and Hercules. And three hundred too. Yeah, right? three hundred. Like three hundred. Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. From yeah. what I understand, Ben yeah. has seen a yeah. lot of it. Have you? And do you like it? It's not tongue-in-cheek, right? No, it is not tongue-in-cheek. It is cool, though. Doesn't it use a lot of digital effects? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's the other thing, too, is it was, like, kind of cheesy. Yeah. Well, but it's, like, all the gore is not gory. Like, it doesn't... It right. takes it's you out for a whole different It's not a cartoony gore. Yeah. 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 It's about as good as Thundar the Barbarian. Let's just say that. Huh. <clears throat> In different ways. Well, Thundar seemed to have a more rich tapestry of a backstory. <laughs> well, there was a multi-culti cast <laughs> with that Ookla, crazy horse. Ookla the Mock. And that Ookla Mock. Is that good as mocks go? Let's change the subject. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this show has been going since June. This Shaky Town Radio. Yep. Uh, you've been wildly successful. Wildly successful. We're America's most beloved podcaster. Oh. I'm, I'm almost <laughs> successful enough to self the stars. <laughs> Where does the podcast stand? Like, you guys, obviously, America's most beloved podcasters. Mm-hmm. The podcast itself? Oh, uh... Do people like it? Or? Do people like it? Or is it as beloved as its hosts? Uh, I think, the, yeah, the folks who... The feedback we've gotten has been, has been uniformly positive. Would you like to read some of it? Uh, sure. We have um, feedback? <laughs> Yes. I, I put a few things up on iTunes before I <laughs> left the house. Uh, uh, would you like to do crazy voices for the feedback people? I, I will, Like maybe. a proper show? Is that, a, is, that what, is that what the proper show sort yeah. of format? Absolutely. Good try. I wonder what these eccentrics have to say. <clears throat> That's how all the most popular podcasts do it. They put on a funny <laughs> voice and read their feedback. Are you sure you're not confusing podcasting with morning zoo radio? I'm not clear on Can you do the boy noises for me? Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, we have... Uh, I, I, gotta, I have to open up TweetDeck to get some, to some Twitter stuff. But uh, the iTunes review that we have... I'm Gene Jord. <laughs> Shake Town Radio Hour is on the air. Um, <laughs> Wait, that's the... That's, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a glowing that's review. Glowing review. <laughs> no, I was resetting it. Audible. I thought we were resetting it. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll start. <laughs> You're Gene Jord. Uh, so I, well, I don't know. I, I I don't know what kind of funny voice I should do. Sheep lover is the the person. I think you know what kind of funny voice you should do. West Virginia. I'm not too no. good with my <laughs> words, but I really enjoy listening to the Shaky Town Radio Hour. Don't be fooled by the name. All shows so far are over an hour. So look at that. You start out the gates with bonus time. So you're inferring that he's actually a sheep who wrote that. And granted, a sheep, a sheep can love another sheep, but... It takes a sheep to uh, love a sheep. I, I, I don't think I'm I want to go to a place where it's not two sheeps in love. No, that's, that's fair. kind of... A shepherd has to love his flock. That's like true. in the Bible. Uh, <laughs> don't get me started on the Bible. Don't um, get me started. I have one Do you have question. any Bible reviews? <laughs> <And that's what laughs> uh, wait, wait. So, hey, this is where it gets important to me, personally. I ended up knowing oh, no. <laughs> Gene George is from Twitter circles. At Gene George. Twitter circles? One of the funniest people on the platform. <laughs> on the limited... That's limited. 140, 140 characters. People. 140 characters. Yeah. That, well, that's where you're interviewing most of your guests from, right? Is your, the pool is Twitter. Like Twitter. You, you know, no, and folks I knew from staff. Who else have you had? Is this the most amazing interview you've had? So far. So far. Pound yeah. for pound, minute yeah. for minute. Pound for pound. Um... Uh, who have we had so far? We just went over this. I saw I'm you, looking at the thing right now. I saw that you had Janie. 
I yeah. I listened to some of them. Uh, t- Tom Neely from I Will Destroy You, a comic book artist. Uh, uh, April Richardson, stand-up comedian. Also on Twitter. And, but but I knew her from stand-up. All right. And Ron Babcock, who I've known from the right. years. And, and we from our time open mics together, so... All right. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's a mix. It's like it's like the Venn diagrams of music and comedy. Who, people that we both know, and yeah. Who's the dream guest? The dream guest, Barack Obama. For you, shoot, shoot lower. <laughs> yeah, he's the. Um, yeah, he's, he's on Twitter. He's the, <laughs> that's yeah, right. Like, um, that's your platform. <laughs> like you're nodding off an English class. Like you're not full dream. No REM state. But you're like okay. oh. And then, <laughs> That'd oh, be great. Yeah, that's a good guest. That's a good idea. Who would you love to have in the kitchen? Is it always in the kitchen? By the way, no. Sometimes in the am I shattering an illusion? Well, I am in love with Amy Sedaris, so that that's be. a good dream guest. Yeah, she's that's more like my dream lover. She, well, that's gross. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Isn't that a song? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Bobby Darren song. Because I, I, I was also mixing Bobby up Darren in my head with Dream Weaver. So, well, that's not a Bobby Darren song. No, not yet. She lives in New York, though, doesn't she? Yeah, you'll never get. I don't know. Shaky Town could go on the road. Look at this. We're portable. I know. These microphones are amazing. Aren't they, though? Yeah. For the listener, there are microphones. <laughs> they look like sideways <laughs> UFOs. Let me paint a picture. They are kind of. They, they're very Saturnian. Yeah. Saturnian? That, that Sorry, flying like, saucers, not USOs. That one UFOs. looks like a skull, if you look at it from the right angle. And it has a mustache. And that, too. Yeah. Um, Gene? Oh, uh, <laughs> the question to me yeah. is, is uh, uh, Dream Guest? Hmm, that's a really good question. Boy, I haven't even thought about right. it. Think uh, about it for a couple I'll minutes. Give it, I'll, give it a, I'll give it a thought. <laughs> I'm um, just going to sit here in silence. Just sit here isolated. Yeah. Julian. Ben and I... Oh, come on, come on, come on. My name is can you, uh, Ben Blacker. This is Ben Acker, my writing partner. We do, I'm, I'm giving you a minute. God, I'm filling. But I can't with you talking. Don't listen to me. Uh, <laughs> it is, no, it is easy to do. Ben spends his career doing it. Oh. Uh, we have a, a stage program called the Thrilling Adventure Hour. It's at Largo at the Coronet. Since you asked. Uh, it's at uh, thrillingadventurehour.com. You can see what it's all about. There are pictures and stuff. But we will often sit around and say, who is the dream oh, yeah, yeah. guest for this episode? And who have you... And, uh, we've gotten all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for uh, Martin Obama. Sheen. <laughs> Martin Sheen. Dick Van Dyke. Which the ask is still out. It could happen. Out. When does this drop? <laughs> Can we send it to him? He'll hear it. He'll know. <laughs> He'll, yeah, it, it, gets, it gets around. I know yeah. a guy, actually. What? I, I, I know a guy. Who knows DVD? Yeah. Get out. I, I, who do you know? Let's make it happen. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. We emailed his uh, management, which is we, we, something we started doing, just kind of reaching out to these uh, guests who are a bit of a reach, uh, and said, Dick Van Dyke, usually we say, this is what the show is, this is the part your client would have. Uh, Dick Van Dyke, we were like, he can do whatever he wants. Right. Uh, he wants to come on and do a 30-second ad, he can do that. He wants to come on and play a crazy character. Great. Done. Whatever Dick Van Dyke wants, he can do. <laughs> wants to do an entire script of Diagnosis Murder? Fine. Absolutely. With our That's cast? Cool. It would be <laughs> yeah, it would be not. I was being snarky when I said it, because as it was coming out of my mouth, I'm like, yeah, that would work. Wouldn't it be <laughs> true? That would be all right. Oh, you know what the diagnosis is this week? <laughs> Boy, yeah. murder. Who was the other one who recently Alvin turned Molina. us down? Alvin Molina. Oh, wow. Although he said, hit him yeah. up in the future. Yeah. This information you shouldn't have. <laughs> you, the audience. We can cut it off. No, they don't know. Double it. They don't know, if they don't know who Alfred Bean is. <laughs> Listen, we have great guests to offer anyway. Wow. That's like, true. Like who, Ben? 
I'm just go see the website. Thrillingadventurehour.com. Now, who's the most surprising guest you've ever had? Like somebody you brought in, you knew what they were <laughs> we weren't <gonna> expecting. <laughs> <laughs> we usually know before they get on stage. <laughs> like you had Hello? an idea of what you wanted so, them to do. You knew they would be serviceable at it. You knew they'd be good at it. But they just like batted it out in the park, and you were like, "Wow, you know, this is like a quality we didn't know we were able gonna." Let's say for. rather than add a superlative to that, because mm-hmm. everybody is grand all the time. No, we haven't had anyone fail on our show. I mean, everyone who comes to do sure. our show, the regular cast, in addition to the guest cast, uh, are always fantastic. They don't do it unless they're invested in it. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like they're all, they're all pros, too. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't, exactly. You've never had, like, a My Favorite Year where, I'm not surprised, I'm a movie star! <laughs> you know? No, because they wouldn't agree to do the I show. Know. Yeah. You know? So we've yeah, been yeah, lucky in that respect. But, but we've, had a, we've had people surprise us in different respects. Like yeah. Carlos? Yeah, Carlos Els Rocky from uh, television and stuff. He uh, came <laughs> from in Reno nine one one, and yeah, and the Taco Bell dog. Yes, correct. Uh, played an eight year old girl, and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was so remarkable, and he was a last minute guy too. Andy Paley, who does all our music, was doing a recording session or something with him, and was like, "Listen, do you want this guy for the show?" Well, can we play an eight-year-old girl? We don't have an eight-year-old girl yet. So when you say he played an eight-year-old girl, you mean he, like, cheated her out of her retirement fund, or... Was that a pun? Yes. You're a Wire fan. You don't know what it is. Oh, really? To be played. (laughs) See, he does his research. He knows you're a Wire fan. really did your research. Um, No, he uh, portrayed... He essayed... (laughs) <laughs> the portrayal of a role <laughs> via acting. Trotting the words. During thespianism. <laughs> yeah. My bad. <laughs> it's good luck on a podcast. That's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Shakespeare's podcast was full of Macbeths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which they say now his podcast was actually done by Francis Bacon. You know what I don't like about Hilarious. Shakespeare's podcast, though? <laughs> rather, than, rather than laughing. We'll I, appreciate, I appreciate the, I appreciate the Technically nod. correct. Yes. <laughs> My problem with Shakespeare's well. podcast is it's often full of cliches. No, there are more, there are more cliches when you, when you do the oh, podcast. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. I know. Together. <laughs> no, we work against. Unlike everything else we write. <laughs> The unscripted stuff is uh, versus. So, so for the folks who aren't who aren't familiar with Thrilling Adventure, what? Art, it's possible. <laughs> I believe we've shut established ins. shut-ins. <laughs> no, we've established it's a show that's done at Largo. Oh, I understand, but it is done in the style of a, of a radio play. Is mm-hmm. that correct? That is correct, Gene. <laughs> yes. Feel free to just answer the question. Sorry, I will feel free to answer the question, Gene. Mister uh, Mister. No, because I want to talk. I want to talk about uh, uh, that. Conceit mm-hmm. that uh, that uh, you know. Choice. I don't think we've forgotten about asking you about your dream guest. Okay, but I will say it's like an old time radio show, like a uh, oldie forties or fifties style yeah. um, live narrative review or something. Mm-hmm. Old times, as opposed to like a fire signy or a yes, uh, Garrison yes. Keeler esque yes. thing, or left, or right, and center. Left, no, it's none of those things. No. Wait, wait, don't tell me. You like that? No, it's no. funny. Oh, we are trying to start feuds with any of these NPR yeah, radio shows should. to put us on the map. What are those guys? What are they going to do? Really, uh, seriously? Mention uh, us. Have you guys had Garrison Keillor on yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will never Jesus have right. Garrison Keillor on. What? What? Because he murdered Robert He's... Altman. <laughs> is that why? <laughs> Did he do We've that? been trying to start this for years. Garrison Keillor is a. It seems like it's one-sided. Really. Yeah, he, uh... Well, I know he's Midwestern. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. He's a homophone. He's a homophone. Uh, 
<laughs> so it sounds exactly like something. All right, let me, let me, if you, oh, you call, Are you calling up a clip of his <laughs> yeah, yes. That is awesome. Yeah. Hold oh, on, let only, me check his Wikipedia. If only one of us, <laughs> if only one of us was a master impressionist who could lay well, that Well, doesn't he just sound boring? Like. Doesn't he just sound boring? No, he's a great man. <laughs> Him. Yeah, I don't listen to the show, but I no. like him. Although now, okay, let me quote uh, Dan Savage from uh, of, of Savage oh, uh, Love Fame. Oh, you should get him. He's great. I, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can't help you with that. <laughs> Healer concerned about the emotional well-being of children comes to praise heterosexual marriage, monogamy, and lifelong commitment. Now, this is a quote from Garrison Keillor. Um, I don't do a Garrison Keillor. I'm just going to read it in my own voice. Wait, can you do, like, a Poitier? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you do any impressions? No, I do, like, the Muppet Babies theme song, and... <laughs> That's not an impression. <laughs> a song. Well, that requires... No, wait. Wait, ask him if he sings a song. <laughs> the Muppet Babies theme song requires many impressions of many Muppets. So. But it's all, but it's all Why squeaky. Why are all we not doing this right now? Baby voices. It's all squeaky baby voices. Uh, not all of them. Is everything all right in here? Well, yes, man. All of the... Oh, I guess so. <laughs> I do a dramatic reading of the Muppet Babies theme song. Okay, this is what he said. I grew up the child of a mixed-gender marriage that lasted until death parted them. Back in the day, that was the standard arrangement. Everyone had a yard, a garage, a female mom, a male dad, and a refrigerator with leftover boiled potatoes and plastic dishes with snap-on lids. Under the old monogamous system, we didn't have the problem of apportioning Thanksgiving and Christmas among your mother and stepdad, your dad and his third wife, your mother-in-law and her boyfriend Hal, and your father-in-law and his boyfriend Chuck. Today, serial monogamy has stretched the extended family to the breaking point. A child can now grow up with eight or nine or ten grandparents. Gampa, Gammy, Goopa, Gumby, Papa, Poopsie, Goofy, Gaga, and Chuck, and need a program to keep track of the actors. And wow. now gay marriage will produce a whole new string of hyphenated relatives. In addition to the ex-stepson and ex-in-laws and your wife's first husband, second wife, there will now be Bruce and Kevin's in-laws and Bruce's ex, Mark, and Mark's current partner, and I suppose we'll get used to it. The country has come to accept stereotypical gay men, sardonic f- fellows with fussy hair who live sardonic in fellows. over-decorated apartments with a striped sofa and a small weird dog and who worship campy performers and go in for flamboyance now and then themselves. If they want to be accepted as couples and daddies, however, the flamboyance may have to be brought under control. Parents are supposed to stand in back and not wear chartreuse pants and black polka dot shirts. That's for the kids. It's their show. What? Uh, three things. <laughs> Off the top of my head. One, it seems like his major objection is he can't keep track of everyone. Right. He's pro curmudgeon. This yeah. is like this is more like less homophobic and more Andy Rooney esque. If you would yeah. adapt to Facebook. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Which he's on. Garrison Healer's on Facebook. Oh I'm friends with him. Uh, two, he's very old. He's very, very old. Ancient. Yeah, he's hundred and six. <laughs> is that in human years? Or is that in, like, Lake Wobegon? That's Gnome years. Um, and three, what, where, where did Dan Savage find that? Because that's amazing. Good question. <laughs> he, found it, he found it written in blood on the outside wall of his condo. <laughs> Wait, Dan Savage lives in a condo because oh, he's he a gay was- homosexual. <laughs> yes. Interesting, Mr. Keeler. Case closed. This was a piece that he wrote for Salon. Uh, in March 2007. Yes, that Garrison Keillor wrote. <laughs> it, was a, it was a March 14, 2007 article called Stating the Obvious. Whoa. Oh my god, that's amazing. 
And wow. Yeah. Now we're really starting a feud with them. Here's my question. <laughs> There's no gay guys here. As far as you know. Right? Brody's kind so of... Yeah, I you can am mostly heterosexual, <laughs> yes. Right, like, I, I'm curious about percentages. How straight are you? I have not measured myself on the Kinsey scale, but... I'd say fairly straight. Right. I get a little excited when I see Henry Rollins. Like, for the most part, this is going to be an all-talking podcast, then. <laughs> yes. You're not going to get into any gay stuff. No. All right. Not unless you guys want to. Well, the, yeah, the problem with that would be it would only be the audio, so. This took a turn. <laughs> well, I guess it didn't. We started out talking about Spartacus. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. Gene George. Gene guest, George. Guest, uh, dream guest. Dream guest. Dream guest. What do you got? I, see, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, I think I'm, I'm so grounded in, like... <laughs> We we want to get uh, Paul F. Tompkins on the show. Never, never going to happen. It'll never happen. Never happen. Um, guy's shy. Podcast shy. He's podcast shy. Um, but but I mean that's I mean that's practical. I mean I think I, that could happen. I, what happened to the dreamer inside you? I, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's it's been slowly crushed by Hollywood. Oh. <clears throat> um, actually, it's been quickly crushed by Hollywood. Uh, so I'm surprised at how fast it got crushed. No, I, I don't know. I, I honestly haven't really thought much past. Uh, I mean, the whole idea here is just you know interesting conversations with with people that uh, you find interesting. So, like you guys, I haven't thought it's. I haven't so thought far. like <laughs> I haven't thought like you know reach for the stars kind of thing. No, know? but you must have like I find this person interesting. Oh, well, I would love to chat with them. I know I have that. Yeah, when yeah. I start my podcast. Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying I've, I've I've kind of put that out there with you know the people that we've talked to. So yeah, I well, mean, if it's anybody that I kind of find interesting, that I, I would ask, if, you know. I don't know. I mean, but if there's like a, if you could get anybody, that's really a tough question. Because I think we could, you know. Well, we'll check back in with you at the end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they tend to have a comedy bent, your guests. Or music, like I said. Yeah, because music. my background's primarily. Oh. My yeah. background's primarily music, but I, uh, in the early 2000s, had started uh, producing and promoting comedy shows in Phoenix, and so I got to, through actually an opportunity that Ron Babcock and Ryan McKee, Modest Proposal, had given me to help them out, and it, the role kind of grew, so um, I know a few of the folks that Gene does, he definitely knows a lot more comedy folks, um, but yeah, we've had some musicians on, and is there a musician you'd love to chat with? I'd really like to talk to Greg Graffin, I've, I've met him, uh, Greg Graffin's the singer of Bad Religion, oh, okay. I met him years ago, as like a teenager, I, when I was a teenager, um, and since then, and he's always, since even then, was a, a PhD and professor and stuff. He teaches an evolution class at UCLA, and he has a new book out about that. And it's oh, just wow. something I've been thinking about and talking a lot about lately, because uh, I have uh, very fundamentalist uh, relatives who... Uh, Can you drop in a cuckoo sound? Is there a cuckoo sound? Yeah. <laughs> They and then Gene, on the other hand, is an archaeologist and a skeptic, and or former archaeologist, skeptic, current skeptic. <laughs> he is um, a real Indiana Jones type. So well, that's why I went an archaeologist. Yeah, of course. For the for the whip and the mm-hmm. the fedora. Yeah. Uh, did you show up on your first day, like archaeology one hundred and one, <laughs> fedora, Who whip? I'm ready to go. Just and I didn't have I never. I've never owned the whip. <laughs> you rent. You, you lease. Don't jump lease. in. It's a long-term lease. You know what? You know if you're going to be turning over the whip every couple of years, it really makes sense to lease. Otherwise, buy buy the whip. Correct. That's the rule. Uh, yeah, but 
Yeah, no, I did, did the archaeology and and. Uh, so we've had some interesting conversations lately about about evolution and right. creationism and things like that. Fantastic. Did you? Where did you go for your archaeology? Uh, where did I do archaeology, or where did I go to school? Where did you do archaeology? Um, mostly the Great Basin, um, and some stuff here in Southern California. Uh, my field school was out in uh, Simi Valley, and I've been on digs out in Newport Beach, um, the Back Bay area there. Um, mostly Nevada, Utah, um, some New Mexico. The hot spots. <clears throat> well, re- well, the New Mexico stuff was was more of a hotspot, potentially a hotspot. I, I did contract archaeology. I did professional archaeology, not academic archaeology. So um, the, the upshot is, let's just say an oil company wants to do some petroleum exploration. So they come in and they say, we're going to go here and we're going to do a bunch of stuff. Archaeologists have to come in and clear that area. So basically, if it's really cool, they avoid it because it costs too much to mitigate. If it's really crappy, they can just blow over it. If it's mediocre or we don't know what it is, that's when they send archaeologists in. So you either survey the area, find all the archaeological stuff, then you go in and and dig it up if you have to, if you absolutely have to. So being a professional archaeologist is really kind of crummy. It's kind of crummy archaeology. And I used to tell people that um, it's just like Indiana Jones except replace um, lost Ark of the Covenant with dead people's garbage and Nazis with rednecks. I used to fight rednecks oh for God. the rights to dig up dead people's garbage. I'll watch that movie. Absolutely, totally, dude. That's amazing. That's really yeah. neat. Um, it, it it's neater in retrospect. Sure. Yeah, but when it was on the ground, it was. Yeah. It's, it's a very it's hot. It's and like, dry and boring. <laughs> it's, it's it's ditch digging, and you have to meticulously record every shovel full sure. of dirt that you dig out of that ditch. How old? Were the people digging old people's garbage scenario? Oh, and, and so old. Old. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, how how I'll, like were they? How old well, were the oldest? I'm sorry, I lost dead people's garbage. <laughs> uh, uh, what's the what's the most old thing I found? What's the that oldest site I worked on? Seamless transition, like older than Garrison Keeler. Burn. Uh, what's the old, really what, hot? What's, right? the, what's the question? Question, question is like. When what you, what when ancient you, civilization? Yeah, was it ancient or was it like seventies people's garbage? It's a, well, <laughs> okay. Federal law basically says that anything fifty years or older is an artifact. So we really, fed, yeah, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. Well, it varies too. It depends on what's what's going on. But like mining era stuff, you know, depending on where you are. Um, so there's historic archaeology, which is essentially anything that's in recorded history. So you lost me. Just saying. Um, so anything that's call it fifteen hundred on. Um, depending on where you are in the in the country, so if there's a written record about you know Spanish exploration of this part of Nevada, technically speaking, if you find Spanish artifacts, it's historical archaeology. But you know most of it is um, stone tools. You know people were hunting rabbits and squatted down for a half an hour and chipped away and uh, a projectile point and then wandered off, and then you have this little scattering of flakes. Boring as fuck. It's really boring. <clears throat> I'm fascinated. I'm just saying, it's, 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 it sounds a lot more interesting than it actually is. And um, the uh, historic stuff is generally, you know, a bunch of crusty old prospectors were looking for gold, silver, bauxite, whatever they were looking for. They built a camp, they ate a bunch of canned tomatoes, they threw the cans in a pile, <laughs> and then they wandered off. I know you said prospectors, but I could have sworn you were going to say crusty old prostitutes. <laughs> and. And if there is, and if and if they found gold, silver, bauxite, or whatever, then they built a town, and crusty old prostitutes showed up, and then you <laughs> find things like penile syringes for treatment of venereal disease and corset stays and no. things like that. In the absolutely, absolutely, I'm just saying. 
But yeah, no, I mean, it, it can be... I as, think it's as, I watched that sitcom. Penal syringes? No. <laughs> no, no, we revel in tedium. Uh, uh, you'd watch the archaeology sitcom? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's funny because I was talking to... Um, I was talking... I don't know if I should mention this, but I was talking to Jonah Ray and he had the same idea. Name drop. Well, just saying. <laughs> we were talking about archaeology and he's like, that would be a good reality show. And I'm like, okay. That would be a boring reality show. Speaking of, unless, oh wait, unless they're super catty, or archaeologists <laughs> well, super they're, catty, they're drunk and feral. They're drunk and feral. Because yeah. what else is there to do when you're when you're like in Wendover, Nevada, working on some horrible, horrible project that's 50 miles outside of Wendover, Nevada? All you can do is go to the Nevada side and drink and gamble, and go drunk nice. and feral. Or you're or you're on camping out in like a campsite in the middle of nowhere. You know, you just bring booze. And, that's ripe with possibility. Get on that. I'm working it right now. Right I'll, now. I'll fire up final draft right Who now. Who is your uh, dream lead in the sitcom? <sighs> Forget it. Garrison <laughs> <laughs> Keillor. Of course. Well, I don't know. He can, he can be complaining about how the archaeologists are all being too catty and flamboyant and hmm. drunk. And is it the idea? <laughs> well, well, okay. Christmas. Is, we've I, come to expect it. Tom, Tom <laughs> from archaeologists. Tom Waits. Tom Waits as the crusty old oh, creature. that be great? Um... Tom Waits would be a dream guest. That'd be, yeah, that'd be great. Forget it. You'll never get him out of wherever soul he lives. <laughs> it's a, yeah, like a, like a, he, I think he's curled up in like a in like a booth at the back of like a bar. Or well, somewhere. he had, he had a boxcar. <laughs> doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Living off of a like a popcorn in a little basket. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I like Tom Waits. I do too. Me three. Because he lives in a dumpster. <laughs> doesn't mean you don't like him. Um, that dumpster is a musical instrument, sir. It is. To a Tom Waits. I know it is. All right. Oh, that's a great Tom Waits impression. How dare you? <laughs> no, just sing the Muppet Babies theme song. <laughs> <laughs> is everything oh, all right in there? As Tom Waits. Uh, Who will do that? Someone call John Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> what else, uh, guys? What saw, else? What do you got? I saw Tom Waits. Did you? At the Wacko. Oh, really? Art gallery and tchotchke shop here in Hollywood. I love that. Shopping that's like one of my favorite for, places. Or for a thing. He was shopping. <laughs> and uh, it was the exact experience you want from seeing Tom Waits out mixing with the public. He uh, was l- looking at a uh, small, maybe a three-inch-long to- plastic toy megaphone, held it up to his mouth, said something into it, then shook it into his ear, and it looked like he had decided, <laughs> I'm in for this thing. <laughs> and he put it up at the counter. He put it up at the counter, and he was like, but this was my stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and they were like... Uh, Okay or whatever. Yes, <laughs> yes affirmative. They they did it. They they obeyed his request. Uh, but it was a perfect like, weights encounter. Like, oh yeah, this could be a whole album of sung on a teeny tiny toy plastic yeah. blue and yellow micro- megaphone. Oh, that's awesome, right? Now let me ask, since we have, I think I know we have we have two more minutes. <laughs> two wire fans. Three wire. I, I have not watched. Not it. seen it. Ben Acker? Yes. He's yes. on his second viewing. Yes, okay. I'm on my second viewing. So, so, does, so Tom Waits does one of the seasons yes. uh, as far as the theme. Mm-hmm. Blind Boys of Alabama. Blind Boys of Alabama. Steve Earle. Mm-hmm. Some uh, lady, right? Right. So is, who which is your favorite? Oh, yeah. Who is the best incarnation of it? I, I think the Polyphonic Spree version in the fifth season. <laughs> I might be getting confused with weeds. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. The, I loved the Tom Waits version when I was watching the show. Mm-hmm. But when, I think I have them all on my iTunes, and it's the Blind Boys one that comes up that I will always leave yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, 
that's great. And they did that great album that you, I think, turned me on to a few years ago. Is it the same years song, ago? just done by different people? Yeah, it's yeah, called Way Down the Hole. It's a Tom Waits song. Like, it's a Tom Waits composition, as far as I know. Have you heard the MIA version? The MIA no. It's great. I'll send it to you. That's really cool. Yeah. You know, the director of the movie that I'm in, that's coming out at some point. Uh, Plug was, it! Yeah, <laughs> it's called it? Well of the Beast. Sure. Uh, director Emmett Casey, he was one if of... You go to, if you go to ShakyTownRadio.com, it automatically plays the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, you didn't do sure people love that. He no, was I, the, I hate it. <laughs> he was one of the red-headed guys on the bus in that one MIA, MIA video. Oh, the you controversial one. Nice. Do you know about this video? That's hilarious. No. The video is Maybe. I don't know. a bunch of red-headed people being rounded up. Oh, I see. And, uh, For murder. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just d- using the analogy of just genocide and things like that, uh-huh. but instead of it... But being, I'm okay with red-headed people. Like, right. But what does Garrison Keillor have to say about red-headed people? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Is he redhead? Dan Savage <laughs> wrote an article. Yeah, and then uh, get a funny person to come in and read a fake article. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't mean to tell you to run your podcast. Hey, man, we're looking for any help we can get. Uh, well, if you'd only tell us your dream guests, maybe we could help. I, I came up with the Tom Waits. Yeah, and it led to a podcast gold. It's, uh, you guys are going to win a potty for this. I bet. A potty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we can say potty on the air. I think it's trademark. No, verboten. We, we have to win. What win a statuette? You know what? We'll digitize it. I think more. <laughs> well, Henry's out in post. That is a joke for editors in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Enjoy it, time travelers. <laughs> The time traveling editors are the best. They bring Jamba Juice for everyone. Uh, remember Jamba Juice? I do remember Jamba Juice. I have some Jamba Juice stories. I have some Jamba Juice dirt. <laughs> Thank God someone opened this door. <laughs> freewheeling. freewheeling. It's a little too freewheeling for my taste. Well, all right. So, no, no. if you go into the Jamba Juice, you'll see on the blender a big old sticker that says, unplug this before you clean it. Dummy. <laughs> well, now here's the thing because there was a, a young woman quite a while back who it was her job as she was closing up the store to, you know, you, she has to clean everything up. So she has to clean sure the oh, blender. Oh no. And, I'm going uh, to Snopes right now, dude. <laughs> no, you don't need to go don't to Snopes. Don't go to Snopes. Because I'm. It's insensitive. Because the, there's a surprise at the end of the store. Okay, go So yeah, she, cl- she cleans it. it. She was then, cleaning from inside the house. And the thing came, came on, right. and yeah, cut up her hand. She went to the hospital. Stuff. It's 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 messed up her hand to this day. Wait, that's and that woman, surprise. oh, Mrs. Brody Foster Hubbard. Dun dun dun! What? Wow. Yeah. So every time we go into Jamba Juice, like point to the sticker, I'm like, that's because of you. And she's like, yep, yep. What? Does she have fingers? No, no, her hand's fine. Wait, what? It's just, you know, it's just, it's just kind of like, yes. you know. Pulpy. It's like a pulpy mass of <laughs> Oh, that's fine. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she, she can still hitchhike. <laughs> she has a thumb, Gene. There's like no, some... I did. That was... was like, <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. You, you missed... <laughs> Podcast listeners, you are missing out on some <laughs> space work. Uh, <laughs> um, there's some faint scars, and it's, you know, a little... Like, listen, if you have a bum knee or... How long ago was she... Oh, she was a teenager. This is... Ages How ago. long has Jamba Juice been around? Jamba been around a long time. Turns out. But, well, yeah. I don't know. I think I've had maybe three Jamba Juices in my entire and life. And you're still full. <laughs> well, I got the add-ins. The mix-ins. Boosts. The boosts. boosts. Thank you. Immunity boost. Quaking. That's what your mother could have used. <laughs> Are you going I in? said that's what his mother could have used. An immunity to getting her fingers chopped off. Like a boost. 
Okay, John Lucas. Okay. Let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> His, uh, it was likely your mother. Joe, I'm going to cut this pole up till now. Shaketown <laughs> Radio is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm, I'm George. Gene George. <laughs> Who's your dream guest? Like right now, who do you wish to instead of? Or instead of one of us. <laughs> who would you team one of us up with? Yeah, who would you team each of us up with? I love Ooh, this. Gosh. Yeah. We should do this in meetings. <laughs> <laughs> what writer do you wish was here with one of us? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'd be great. And then we should start doing those meetings. Yes, we should. Here's <laughs> Living you, just, you heard us break up right now. <laughs> Living her this is breaking news. I assume this goes out live. <laughs> yes. and, and, yeah, of course. Uh, the radio is inaccurate. It just occurred to me. No, see, town radio. No. <laughs> so is Thrilling Adventure Hour. That's fair. And, For and three reasons. Shaky Town Radio Hour is is by uh, by by design never an hour. Never sixty minutes. Love it. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, we're gonna get you down to forty. Gonna be <laughs> we have two What's more the shortest one we had? The shortest one we had. Well, Which I is who is the least interesting guest? Same question. <laughs> that was probably when it was just the two of us. Oh yeah, the worst podcast. <laughs> you ever. guys ran out of things to talk about. Well, we had we Fourth of July. We Fourth <laughs> I love of July. podcasts that are like that sequence in Citizen Kane where they're reading the paper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it just gets worse and worse. Um, and, and that was we we recorded uh, just the two of us. Uh, we were I, why why were we doing that? It was Fourth of July. We yeah, just thought we'd this one where we saw you. Hmm? We saw you on Fourth of July. No, 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 but uh, around that time we were right, going for, right. for, for like the drop, uh, uh, that, whatever, 4th of July. And we pretty much literally talked about what we would eat for July 4th parties. <laughs> and, and it, it was, and that, and that devolved into, because uh, Brody's pretty, uh, pretty much a hardcore vegan and I am not, and it basically Something. got into... So you ate him? Un, <laughs> no, it just got into the unpleasant territory of my philosophy about food. And, right. and no one wants to hear about that. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear about that. My brother's a vegetarian, and like... So I know. <laughs> so, so I'm informed. So no, uh, we've come my, to expect that a vegetarian. And my and my uh, my father is um, can be scared to fly. Mm-hmm. And we were as a family taking a trip at one point, and it was turbulent. And I leaned over to my father and I said, "If we go down, <laughs> and it helps, I'm going to make sure he eats me." <laughs> <laughs> Not going home for Thanksgiving this time. Um, <laughs> What's your favorite uh, vegan restaurant in, in Los Angeles? Um, I really like Pure Luck, uh, which is a vegan like pub-style restaurant on Melrose and Heliotrope, right across from the fake yes, gallery. I know that place. Yeah, they have a really I good... They have a good uh, jackfruit... Like, it's Burger. pulled pork, no. but it's not really pork. It's ja- uh, jackfruit. Um, they no, have some good... Not ones. a thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some other good ones, Real Food Daily, and sure. uh, the one in Silver Lake, it's a Thai restaurant... Uh, Oh, yeah, we've been there a couple of times. I can never find it. Yeah, like, yeah. It has no sign or something. Right, right. Um, yeah, there's a couple. I, I would just even get stuff at Whole Foods. They have, like, good vegan options there. What's your favorite meat restaurant? Uh, have you been to Animal? Mm-mm. Yeah. Go to Animal. I would say uh, for just meat, uh, Fogo de Chow, probably. That's fair. Well, that's a lot of meat. A lot of meat. Yeah. Chris and Pitts when it was still around. What is that? I don't know. It was a barbecue place on... Um, uh, victory in like, uh, or victory in um, victory in right, whatever. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Wouldn't yeah. I think? But uh, they built, they tore it down, built the CVS because we got another <laughs> CVS. Where do you go for barbecue now? I have you don't find a great around, around here. No, you don't. Is it not in, barbecue? In, in all handy, market. handy market. Where's that? At, uh, on uh, uh, Burbank and uh, or Magnolia and um, that's a very long drive. Yeah, 
<laughs> here, I'm just saying here. Where would you go in, like, the Larchmont area? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you don't go west of La Cienega. <laughs> okay. Or east of Silver Lake. Uh, and, 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 with, and with his wife. And with, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and she's been wondering why you don't take it out for barbecue more. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, bring the dog; it'll be fun. Get his ear cleaned up. Yeah, well. So there's she's not a real stickler for ear. <laughs> there's no like barbecue chains yet. Chains? Well, like it, not anymore. I'm, well, Chris and Pitts was a local chain. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. They had like. But is it? Is it all gone? Uh, I think there's like one in somewhere weird, like Fullerton. Listen, you know what? They're not giving you any money. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> no, they're really good. I mean, right. that's the thing is when they were down the street. Well, actually, it was the first barbecue restaurant I ever ate at when I was like a baby. It was with little, you know, barely crawled right in, in. crawled in all by yourself. <laughs> um, but it was like the sawdust on the floor kind of thing, and it was like dirt cheap, and there was a lot of food, and yes. and I they it was an awesome place, and it's no longer there. So. Noted. There is a place in Phoenix called Honey Bears, and their motto is "You don't need teeth to eat our meat." Wow. Wow. I told you I wouldn't go past Silver Lake, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they deliver. Uh, there's nowhere good that's that's not hellishly, at least on this side of town, there's nowhere good that isn't hellishly expensive. There's yeah. a bunch of places that are, like, just rude in, in terms of their prices, and, you know, it's... Rude pricing? Yeah. Like, it's entry prices. Like, like, barbecue, like, barbecue, like, it's the cheapest cuts of meat cooked, like, Absolutely. you know, the easiest. yeah, the easiest way yeah. to cook it, and, you know, and you're charging me, like, you know, the equivalent of, like, 30 bucks a pound for it's brisket. tangy sauce. Yeah, tangy sauce. I went to a great place in Venice, but I can't remember the name of it, and I will never go back to Venice. <laughs> the very <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The scathing yeah. commentary on Venice. Um, <laughs> even, like for, even for a good barbecue. <laughs> if I'm over there, I'll yeah, go. <laughs> but you won't. You won't I need two that. reasons to go. <laughs> okay. Barbecue and the Krishna festival. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that Krishna temple in Venice. That's supposed to be good. Yeah. Uh, vegetarian or vegan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's really nice there, obviously, because <laughs> you know the, the lack of protein. Lack of animal protein <laughs> is They're just weak. weak. Like a pedal of proteins is turning up pretty much. What would an asshole Krishna be like? <laughs> oh, again, get a comedian in here. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yo, right. please. We got so much premise, you guys, yeah. in the audience. Write in your suggestions for what that would be. This like. is the second. This is the second episode in a row where we had a, a really good sketch idea. Well, we've given you two. I can't remember what the first one was <laughs> or the second one. <laughs> um, when does this drop? Street. When is it street? When is it sometime pop? before Thanksgiving? I think. Two, two months. Perfect. Now. December fourth and fifth. Our next show is at Largo. Oh, are perfect. Guys, are you guys coming out? I, I have you been to Largo yet? I have been, been to Largo. Two hours. I haven't been to Largo. I know that. I basically get. I basically get like one night out a month. <laughs> so I'll have to. I, I I was supposed to go. Uh, I'm supposed to go to Paul's show this month, but I don't know if I, I will. Come see Busy in our show. Okay. Or in Paul's show. <laughs> Is she in Paul's show this morning? Yeah, fun. What were we talking about? Are so we, how, how do people get tickets for, or do they just usually show up at the door? To, oh, God, no. Certainly no, not. If you no. show up at the door with the intent we'll to them. get in, you probably won't get in. Uh, get tickets in advance, which there's a link on our website. The Laugh Stub, you guys you Laugh, laugh Stub? We're going to change over to laps, Laugh Stub probably. Uh, Hard to pronounce, and it's got stub in there. Exactly. <laughs> probably. Like the Jamba Juice story. Uh, yeah. January, I think. Right. Laugh Stub was, they're new to Largo, mm-hmm. and they're uh, they're very nice people over there. I talked to them just recently. 
Um, Stubby and Laffo. Yeah. <laughs> None of them have hands. They communicate only by laughing. It's okay if you don't shake the stub. <laughs> I understand. They, oh, yeah, they address it right out of the gate. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I had a boss who had a really, really bad uh, lazy eye and, and gross. Like the first, I almost was, just threw up in the microphone. It was kind of, uh, kind of gross. But yeah, like he, he was a he was an assistant manager at the grocery store I worked at, and the first thing out of the gate, it's like, just look right here. <laughs> I pointed to the center of my forehead for, for those on on. Awesome. The I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah. I don't have a lazy eye, but I'm <laughs> just gonna start doing it. It's like it's okay. Just look right here. It's oh, <laughs> awful. Gee, you, you were an archaeologist at a grocery store. No, I, when I was going to school, I was. All right. I was a courtesy clerk. I get it. You can't have an archaeologist with a lazy eye. <laughs> Would never work. You get into fights. I bet. Uh, January, we're changing over to Laugh Stub, I think, and also we'll start podcasting. Probably. Inspired by this. Oh, I, that's... I, yeah, if this goes well. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to see what kind of numbers we get on uh, yeah. Your numbers will be better than ours. <laughs> no, no, on Shaky well, Town. Oh. Well, because the guests that you get are us. Yeah. <laughs> the guests that we get are not us. <laughs> um, <laughs> purposely. Jamie's uh, <laughs> episode was, was through the roof. I bet. A lot of appeal. Awesome. It was a great episode, too. Did you, Charming. The three of you. Did Charming. you listen to it? I did. Oh. I also did. Yeah. I want to see what I was getting into. Oh, I guess. When I have dinner with Janie. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says hello. I bet. <laughs> we should just bring her back every other episode. <laughs> oh, no, you don't want to water that shit down. We learned that. <laughs> um, damn it. There's the, well, there, that's all my strategies for the podcast. <laughs> no, no. Bring her, like, string people along for a few oh, months. Then bring her back in, uh, like, February. First week in February. <laughs> yeah, the Groundhog Day audience. That's yeah. true. That's oh, a big, yeah. big change. The big, the big. See, then what we would do is just every week people would tune into the podcast imagining that, or thinking they were going to hear a new guest, and they'll just be the Janie Haddad one on Groundhog Day over and over and over and over. I get it. Folks at home, there's a movie called Groundhog Day. <laughs> That, uh, Bill Murray, there's there's a dream guest right. for us all of us. You sons of bitches. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Call his number. Call his eight hundred number. Okay, I'm not gonna. Do I that. don't got the stones. I'll do it. I'll do it right now, you guys. On air. <laughs> what is it? Oh, you I got, don't know his eight hundred number. I know he has internet, one. Right? Is it on the internet? It's gotta be. Let's find out. <laughs> listen, this is very exciting. Home viewers, stop looking at your computer <laughs> and just listen to it. Maybe do the dishes or something. But what's about to happen? It's got to be on his Wikipedia page, right? I don't know anybody. <laughs> I imagine it. that's accurate. But we're going to call Bill Murray, everyone. We're going to call Bill Murray and prank him with Tim Gunn bobblehead. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what we need. We need to. We need a, a like the Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard. Yeah, that'll be like some horrible, horrible morning, morning zoo. You get a Bill Murray soundboard and call him with that. <laughs> I don't Wouldn't that freak you out if you were Bill Murray? <laughs> like, <laughs> also, imagine if you're not Bill Murray, but you're you, and someone calls you up and does he's, that. He's, <laughs> but with your own soundboard? Yeah. Oh, so the Gene oh, George soundboard? Exactly. Oh, not a Bill Murray one? No. All right. You would love that. I would right. love it. I'd be like, wow, Bill Murray called me and no. spoke haltingly about <laughs> completely random subjects. <laughs> From his movies. <laughs> Mostly about busting things. <laughs> or groundhogs. Days of Sidey Rye. Suddenly. <laughs> We're going to um, get some more coffee in here or what? How much lo- what do we have? Five more minutes? Never mind. I'm fine. I can wait. <laughs> we can take a break. Do you want more coffee? I can make Let's coffee. take a break. Hi. I'm Ben Acker. And I'm Ben Blacker. We're from the Thrilling Adventure Hour. And we're on Shaky Town Radio Hour. 
the sorry with the the before your title Uh, what, what, what projects are you working on currently? <laughs> Please, we'll get to it naturally. All right. <laughs> well, who's your dream guest? <laughs> well, we I'm Gene George. Bill, Bill Murray. Okay. Uh, oh, we yeah. were talking about Bill Murray. Right. Right. Oh, yeah, we are going to call him. Oh, yeah, yes. his, I can't find his number. That's I have his name. If you're listening, check your Rolodex. Call in and tell us Bill Murray's number. Call yeah, in. We'll put it on Twitter. Call in. <laughs> 62666 Shake. That's 62666 Shake. Shake. Four two five three. Yep. Six six seven four two five three. What Gene said. The only Parkinson stricken phone number. Six six seven four two five three. Sorry about that. Mm, God. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Please. Isn't Michael J. Fox going to be speaking of Parkinson's disease? Isn't he going to be a guest star? For taste. Some yeah, show? he's going to be on The Good Wife. The Good Wife, mm. which is going uh, against type. I hear. Juliana Mar. Julius. Yes. From ER, she's like, a lawyer on that back. show, I yeah. guess. A lawyer and wife. And lawyer and a good wife, yeah. Uh, good life, great she's lawyer is married the tagline of that show. <laughs> to Mr. Big from Sex and City or the Law and Order dude. Sure. Christopher Noth. Yep. Yep. Noth. Uh, if you know the answer, is there a new call in. Six two six. Shaky Ramon. <laughs> what are you doing, Gene? I'm twittering. <laughs> wow. See those Twitter guys were on uh, Kimmel last night. When I say Kimmel, I mean uh, Fallon. When you say Fallon, <laughs> I mean Ferguson, right? When I say Ferguson, <laughs> they were they were on Conan. <laughs> you guys seen the Conan program? I, I have. have. I've seen every it? episode broadcast thus both, far. Both episodes. <laughs> There's been three. I guess it's Thursday. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm digging it. Which one was your favorite? I'm not into it. Not into it. <sighs> Were you a Conan fan? Did you watch his other programs? Uh, no, not really. I, I kind so. of, I kind of got out of. Well, I didn't have, I didn't have a DVR for a long time, and and I was not privy to late night television mm-hmm. for a long time. So, we used to watch Letterman religiously, and um, uh, wanted to be a talk show host, and I kind of don't want to you, now. You're doing it right now. You're doing. I know. It. I, know, know, I, know I know. I know. But I know. But under protest. <laughs> uh, Gene, I'm going to change the subject. Please go ahead. You don't care for the Conan show. You don't like The Wire or whatever the hell we were talking no, about no, 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 two I hours watched, ago. I haven't watched. Uh, what do you like? What do I like? Yeah, uh, I've, I've been watching the hell out of Arrested Development lately. Um, you know it's not on anymore. Are you I'm, streaming it? Are you streaming Arrested Development? No, I actually I bought the wow. digital video discs. Really? Versatile. You know the format's dead, right? Yes. Okay. Don't care. Just start. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. Uh, what do I like? Did you get into Eastbound and Down? This season isn't as good as the previous season. I keep hearing although, how great this season uh, although, is. Although, <laughs> it wasn't as funny. It wasn't as funny as... But, but it was I, more I, dramatic. It ben, was more dramatic. Ben, ben, it was, it was more, ben it was Acker more. is reacting with disbelief. It was more heavy, I think. Because and, 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 he doesn't like another thing. <laughs> We're trying to find the love yeah, in yeah. No, I do like George. it. Uh, but I have to say that uh, TV's Andy Daly, best thing in the... Uh, oh, absolutely. In the, in the finale, season, the season finale. This, this he's the, for me, he's the best thing on the show. Yeah, um, I'm. Yeah, I, I think he's hilarious all the time. Andy's oh, he's hilarious all the time. But, um, you should get him for your show. You should. Andy Daly was one of the first people to be very nice to me when I moved to Los Angeles. <laughs> like I came, showed up to a UCB show. I think I, this might have been before I moved. I was just visiting, getting ready to possibly move. What what year was this? Two thousand six, two thousand seven. 
a little maybe two thousand five or two thousand six. <laughs> yeah, but he's I, I totally was like, oh hey, I, like said hi to him, and it's like, oh I like you because I knew him from like Mad TV and Crossfalls and stuff, and like was he on Mad TV? Yes. Yeah. Did yeah. you know that? I didn't know that. No. I only knew him as a stand-up. He was also he put a, he tweeted a, an old clip of him on Conan. He played a, a guy that Andy's sister played by uh, Who's He What's It's from Saturday Night Live. Which Who's He What's It's? Could be anyone. The lady <laughs> who is now on uh, uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler oh, played yeah. Andy Richter's little sister on Conan. In right. Hilarious. Uh, Andy Daly played her boyfriend in one. Oh, that's fun. Uh, sweet cream and sugar. <laughs> sweet comma. Genius taking coffee orders. That's um, giving me a nickname. Yeah, I, I showed up at this show and talked to him before and then, like, enjoyed the show. And then afterwards, like, I'm hanging outside and he, like, comes up. He's like, so what did you think of the show? Like, he wasn't even performing. He was just in the audience, like, oh my God, me and, awesome. you know. And that's like, the feeling of community you get from UCB. Yeah. Los Angeles comedy scene. Right. From Largo as well. Sure. Another person, another yeah. person who uh, was similarly as cool at UCB, and I had worked with him in Phoenix. Is a friend of your guys's and and uh, frequent performer on the show. Your what? show is Dave Gruber Allen. Uh, come on, right? He insists that we not call him nicest guy in Hollywood anymore, right? Because but because he's out of town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, Gruber is is absolutely the nicest. He's he had been with us for. All, yeah, all, almost all. We've almost done six years of the Philly Adventure Hour. He's been with us since the very beginning. Now the show started at M Bar, is that right? Started at M Bar, serving uh, literally dozens of customers yeah. every month. Now, when Janie was on, she had actually referred to just. She's like, you know, and I don't even know, Jean. You can maybe tell me if this was on or off mic, but she had just said at some point, "Wait till you're done fixing my coffee." <laughs> But I just remember in Thank our you. conversation with Janie... Thank you so much. ...about oh. talking about, like, oh, the M-Bar back in the day and just what... Oh, we weren't there then. Okay. The, the M-Bar back in the day was, like, was like Largo back in the day. Yeah. But then UCB theater was, they back had, in the day. Yeah, they had Comedy Death Ray, and yeah. they had Mortified, and those guys left right around the time we right. came in. Yeah. I mean, she had these good things to say about it, and it just seemed like a kind of a, a golden age. Now, you guys yeah. have been doing your show long enough that you have, I mean, seen... Changes and and things evolve or maybe devolve. That's why I want to know your opinion as far as the comedy scene and the and specifically the theaters, the, the comedy, not so much the comedy clubs, but the you know the venues that that we you know I for be- lack of better term all you know mm-hmm. all the comedy scene. Well, I think when UCB came in, they really changed the game in a lot of ways. Like before, and how long have they been here? Not that long, right? Yeah, they just have the tenth anniversary. So if yeah. that, yeah. Um, but before them, I mean, I feel like there was Largo, uh, the old Largo, and there was, I guess, Embar, but... Uh, In between for a little bit. Yeah, like but, uh, like, Largo had that sense of community and that, that thing where you could show up and you never knew who would be there, and they'd be trying out new material, and uh, it was an exciting thing to, just to be a part of as a spectator. Uh, and I think That's UCB, where we got our start as audience. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, and I think now it's it's tougher. I mean, I think UCB has cornered the market on that size than that particular scene. And Largo, you know, it's a three hundred seat theater, so it yeah. have, you have to kind of give a different kind of show. You can't have people just showing up and doing whatever they want anymore. Right. Um, when we were looking to move from M Bar to a bigger theater because we were selling out M Bar consistently, uh, and we didn't want to do two nights anymore. 
we were looking for something that was two times MBAR, that was kind of a 200 seat theater or you know 150, and that just doesn't exist in Los Angeles. <clears throat> uh, especially something like you, we like to have a bar. That was really yeah. appealing for our show, um, and for a lot of these shows. I mean, King King is a great venue, I think, and we check them out. Uh, our friends at Mortified uh, perform there, and it's again, it has the drinks, and you, you, they can set up tables yeah. for a certain size room. It's a nice stage. Um, that said, when we did finally land on Largo, it is absolutely the right fit. It's a great space. It's really a great space. Yeah. I, I, I've, um, I think what's the first show I saw at Largo was, um, might have been like Steve Agee's birthday show or something, and I was totally impressed by the space. And then it's like perfect. I mean. It's perfect for Paul's show and your guys' show. It's got to be when we when the curtain tense. opens on Paul and Paget, it's yeah. uh, breathtaking. Like yeah. every time, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a moment. You know? Yeah, no, it's that's it's 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 a perfect theater space. Yeah, it's uh sixty years old. There's something I like. <laughs> I yeah, like Largo at the Coronet. But you don't love it. And there, but I think they're starting to do like our show and Paul's show, which is really a modern variety show. Uh, are the right kind of shows for that kind of space. Yeah. I think it's tough to do a straight comedy show there. Yeah. You know, we've seen a couple, and they always play a little strange. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not a real comedy You mean, like, just stand-ups going? Yeah. Okay. It, um, yeah, you need, it's a weird you, intimacy issue. You kind yeah. of expect a, a big hook to come out and grab something. Yeah. And, no, I, has, I, and that's not a joke. I mean, it's... No, it has that old-time feel. It really has that old-time feel. Your, your show has to have a sort of performance aspect I think they're finding, it. like, they're finding, like, yeah. like the, they have... People and their friends are the yeah. kinds of shows they're doing. Patton and Friends, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Sarah Silverman and Friends, and that, yeah. like that. Where they're doing that music vibe. and they're doing comedy and they're doing sketch. And mm-hmm. Does like, Benson like, Benson's interruption the there? I think, in the he yeah. I think he does. He's at, and he was at UCB for I, a long time. Oh, I know, He's I know. at Largo now. I, I saw a, a, a ton of yeah. at the UCB, but I don't know how it plays in the. I love that. TV show. Did you see that TV show? Benson's? It's great. It was amazing. It was so good. I wish it was an hour. Yeah, I think I think it was the best translation of like yeah. a stage thing to a TV thing yeah. that I've seen. I, I kind of have a problem with him on the throne. <laughs> it is a little. If it was not, if it wasn't Doug, like if you didn't. No, obviously it's. I don't have. It's, but it's weird because I, was I telling you that I spent so many. My usual seat yeah, UCB yeah. is is right uh, uh, next to the aisle, next to the green room area, and. Doug sits there, so I spent a lot of <laughs> Benson interruptions with, you know, trying not to laugh in, in Doug's ear, and it's just odd with up on the, the you know pedestal sure. kind of thing. Benson, I know it's not he's got that's like he's got a huge ego, or anything, but <laughs> Benson interruption is where my wife learned to hate Graham Elwood. Really? <laughs> Why? She's just like, who can this? hate Graham Elwood? She's just like, who's this guy? He's in a bunny suit and he's yelling and. Ah. We've only heard him on podcasts. Yeah, so I, I've, I've actually never seen him. Suit all the time. That's the thing. And I've, I mean, I've, now that's the only way I'll picture him. I've known him from the podcast, and since I've met him, uh, you know, when he does shows with like Paul Goebel does his mm-hmm. show, like he was doing a show for uh, one of his podcasts, Comedy Film Nerds. Mm-hmm. Now they did like um, a show. It wasn't at the. I want to say kind of. I want to say improv, but it wasn't the improv. It was like iOS. A, no, it was like oh. a room off of... The oh, the, the lab, their lab. Whatever yeah, The yeah, former yeah. Second City Theater. Okay, yeah, I yeah. Know. And so, yeah, I mean, he, he can do the crazy thing on Fence Interruption, but he can also be very, you know, cerebral and... Yeah, that's the thing. Right, it's right. not like he's always... 
Right, 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 right. You know, and I've told her that. And but he's him. always in that bunch. <laughs> Someone's got to talk to him about that. <laughs> but yeah, it's I a thing. It's like Angelina driving around in the Corvette, or whatever. You pick a pick a thing. And yeah. Uh, I, what do you? I had to, see. I don't. I didn't know that about the lab though. That it was a. It was the Second City Theater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yes, we have nothing to say about that. Since we're talking about, you know, venues. And... <laughs> I taught briefly at the Second City. Okay. Uh, writing, I taught. Okay. Not performing. Okay. I would never teach performing. <laughs> <laughs> one can't. <laughs> <laughs> right? One must simply be. Etc. I want to make jeans, but coffee on the computer. Are you drinking coffee water? water? All right. Well, then have some coffee. Oh, mix. And this is my wife's computer. Oh, jokes on you, my uh, pronoun, you son of a bitch. Uh, sorry. Uh, yes. Yes. Do you guys like my new shirt? Is, is it new? What I do. I like that. Ben Blacker is wearing you know a what I love? shirt. Long you know what I love? Shirt. Republic. Okay. Do you guys mind if we have a side conversation? Yeah, <laughs> no, please. What do you love, Jim? Please do it in. No, no, this is more important. I want to hear about the shirt. I think that the key is that we're no, having two conversations. I was just figuring ones. out. I just figured out what I love, but we'll talk about what? your shirt oh, first. What? For God's sake! <laughs> no, no, shirt first. I hope uh, there was that, a lull. I hope that what he loves takes the form of what's so. <laughs> <laughs> I assume uh, it. Will. I could. But I'm not gonna comedy. I love comedy in general. Gene, do, do you sing? sing? Yes, I can sing, but I'm not particularly. I mean, yes, I can sing. Would oh, you like to sing something? No, I don't sing like <laughs> normally. Like I'm not you don't a singer. Ask, you don't ask me. Can you sing? <laughs> no, I mean, no, I'm I did not expect that. <laughs> you should have said yes. <laughs> no, the, the question is not can you sing. It's would you sing? Would I sing right now? I will say yes. I prefer if you didn't. I'm uncomfortable with okay. looking and at I someone insist, singing. And I, insist <laughs> I, I, can, I, can, I can go around the corner. When they sing in our show, I leave the room. <laughs> you have to leave the room. I, I cover my head with a blanket. Now you see, Black Arrow is the pants in this partnership because he does not want anyone singing. Ever? Not, is I it a religious thing? Is it like a footloose? Uh, <laughs> yes. so I don't want any singing, any dancing. You're I want John Lithgow. And that no, I'm picking my favorite song. Favorite. No, you're picking your favorite oh, oh, actor and Blacker. Between the two. The music on this episode is Moving On Up. It was the theme song to the Jefferson's television series with Sherman Helmsley. The cover version is by Born Against, one of the greatest political hardcore bands of all time. You can get that track on the Rebel Sound of Shit and Failure, which is a discography, sort of. There's some more material on... Patriotic Battle Hymns. Those were both on Vermiform Records. Um, that label's defunct. You can now get the albums from, I think, either Prank Records or Kill Rock Stars. And right now, let's find out if Gene likes anything. We were just talking about... Do you read books, George? Do I read books? <laughs> Do you know how to read I, books? I, yes, I have read books. <laughs> so you're not going to say... I'm not going to ask you if you like anything. What? Sorry, Mr. Wait, what? Do I come across as someone who doesn't like a lot of stuff? No, no, it's just everything we've brought up. You're, uh, you're not into. <laughs> well, I, well, I thought we would talk about. You know, like, Let's do it. Of like criticize certain aspects. Sure. Um, I am hypercritical. Hypercritical? I think so. Hypocritical. Hypocritical. Oh, Hippocratic oath. Arrested Development. You're watching. Mm-hmm. What else, what else uh, gets you going? Um, lately, Goodness. the Boardwalk Empire. We like the Boardwalk Empire. I like it. Um, I do not. I couldn't make it through the pilot. Oh, wow. Really? Now, why was yeah. this? 
Uh, he eats oldie tiny stuff. I do eat oldie tiny stuff. Um, it was. I didn't believe any of it. Mm-hmm. You know, which well, is funny because it's based on a very true story. Yeah. <laughs> well, they cut the Kennedys out of it. That's what I heard. They did what now? They, they cut the Kennedys. I would watch uh, that. I'll watch the stuff they cut out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you're gonna have a hard time doing that. Um, it just it looked fakey and all the acting. I have to say the CGI boardwalk is really starting to bother me. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing I can say about it. But everything else, it's starting to it, it is starting to pull me in more than than it looks. But I, I did like the idea of it, and I like the twenties thing. And it was yeah, no, it honestly it, it has, Steve Buscemi looks like Steve Buscemi no matter what though. That's the that's, problem. that's my big um, issue with it is like it's never not Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, he took me right out of it. Um, and it was a show that was, like, for us. Yeah. Like, this, this is a show that we would love. Yeah, yeah. And I just could not. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it, I think it. I'm giving it a little more props than that, but I'm, I'm definitely... I'm giving it its proper view. Um, yeah, I, I, and the other thing is, is, uh, is um, who's the, the, the woman that plays his mistress? Kelly Ted, McDonald. Tazdell O'Hara or the Irish one? No. Kelly McDonald. No. no. Tazdell O'Hara. Yeah, her. Tazdell O'Hara. Tazdell O'Hara. She's um, great on Modern Family. <laughs> Whoa! Is that the that. same? I can't. Um, do, I, I absolutely cannot stand her. Cannot stand her character. Cannot stand her. But you're not. That's. I think she's a character that you're not supposed to be able to stand. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I just, I just, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why Steve Buscemi doesn't. It's like to bring it back to the wire again. Please do. Um, Ocean, so it, I can participate. <laughs> Ziggy from the second season. Right. That's like a e- character like spoiler alert gets on a lot of people's nerves. <laughs> but it's great. Yeah, he's supposed yeah. to. And I feel that's the same way about but but aren't but aren't his <laughs> but aren't his one panel comics inspiring? <laughs> we should. I don't know anything about the wire. As far as I know, it could. You be know what? A comic Let's do this again. Let's call characters. this off. Do it again after you've watched The Wire. We'll talk about that for three hours. Uh, or we could watch you watch The Wire. As, uh, as we, we watched The Modern Family, um, sure. which is like half of a good sitcom and half of a bad sitcom. What? I think You're it's... You're crazy. I, I think it's... I think it, the, on the whole, it's a really good show. What's the bad part? Um, um, are you a Garrison Keillor? Um, <laughs> no, actually, I, I would watch that sitcom. I would watch those two dudes doing stuff. And um, by doing stuff, you mean... Each other. Right. Um, hardcore gay porn is really what prime time <laughs> needs. But uh, uh, the actually, it's the Ed O'Neill and, <laughs> and Paz de la Huerta. No, what's her name? Um, the, no, it's that's Penelope like, Cruz. The, that's yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, but now, I, you know, like, so now I can't can't pull her name. I know me. Uh, give me one second. Oh, bro. Gloria Estefan. Yes, I think that's it. Uh, but you don't like them. You don't like no, them. Sophia Vergara. Vergara yes. yeah, yeah. Now who's racist? <laughs> uh, that. What did you have to type in to find that? Modern Family and, Guest. And the other thing is, is I didn't realize the right, conceit well, was that it's a. The conceit was that it's a documentary. Oh. I was wondering why you. you really yes, I don't know if I've talked points. about this on the show, but uh, I read on the internet that <laughs> the, the the premise that was dropped yeah. was that Ed O'Neill's character. Um, and ostensibly Shelley Long's character, who has been on one episode, his mm-hmm. ex-wife, the one Julie Bowen and the redheaded guys, mm-hmm. Jesse Tyler, from yes, parents. They had adopted a foster child years ago, and he grew up, got went to college, went to film school, became a filmmaker. So he's now oh, come what? back home to make a documentary about his 
that's extended terrible. family. Yeah, isn't that horrifying? And that's who they're talking to. That's funny. So. That is terrible. But but so so all I I didn't know this until however many episodes yeah. were. But in they there. dropped that part, right? You know. and, and smartly. <laughs> yeah. So all I'm seeing are these like like faux talking heads things. And they're not faux. They're actually well. But I'm just saying is 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 well now they are faux because they've completely right. dropped. The, it's documentary style. Yes, exactly. Uh, and I'm kind of it's not like the office. Kind of tired of the documentary style mm-hmm. thing. We I've been, we've been hearing that a lot. We've been writing a uh, thing for uh, sitcom for USA mm-hmm. this past six months or so and uh we were using that the talking heads and the documentary style because it's a language of television that people understand now yeah um but they were like way to write and it's yeah it's such an easy writing uh shortcut but uh the execs and a bunch of people that we showed it to were like you don't you don't need that you know everyone sort of moved past it my idea is is having a documentary style sitcom about a documentary style sitcom crew shooting a documentary style sitcom it's a little meta a little? That's the name of the show, A Little Meta. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh... It's Celta Stars. Hmm. I don't want to die of cancer. Are you kidding me? Wait. Hold on a second. Before this podcast started, you talked for 45 minutes while we waited for Blacker to get here about how much you wanted to die of cancer. I'm a hypocrite. What did I tell you? That's true. You warned me. I think we should hold for a laugh. <laughs> Be, are you <laughs> mine ready? No, go, go for it. <laughs> so wait, you were you're doing the sitcom for USA. What other projects are you working? On? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Brody. <laughs> See, I told you we'd get through it naturally. That's, that's, I told you I'd shoehorn <laughs> it in naturally. Uh, we're writing a pilot for Spike. Sure, we are. It's not. It's not closed or anything. No, but we're doing it. Yeah, we're gonna do it, whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could probably get away with that, Spike. Right. <laughs> If you just bowl your That's, way through, sure. It's like the dudes. Yeah, they love tough guys. <laughs> it's the dudes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is really fun for him. We're maybe gonna write a freelance thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. People like things. Yeah, we're kind of bopping around looking for, uh, like, doing a couple things and then looking for whatever the next thing is. Wow, you wanted him. That, to was, that, was, the question, that was the question you wanted him to ask. Wow. <laughs> like we're available, I think is what you <laughs> This is actually yeah. a, a learning opportunity, though, for those audience members who who don't know. And I mean, that's part of the the, the shaky town radio hour agenda is to kind of give people a raison d'être into you know how how things actually work in this town. Um, yeah. I, I think people like I did definitely before I moved here assume that you just kind of get a job on something and there's your job and you're, you're writing and there you go. But you're, it's actually a lot of freelance work and shopping projects around. Absolutely. How, how's that experience been for you? How long have you been at that? About five years regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've ever since, since the show. Yeah, starting the show, we've been lucky to get a, a development deal pretty much every year. And because we haven't landed yet, each time we develop gets closer to, you would hope, closer <laughs> to something getting on television. Right. Because nothing has, we've gotten to develop uh, all sorts of different kinds of things, yeah. from a, like a kid's cartoon at Nickelodeon, a, a, sketch, show. a sketch show at Fox, a, uh, a primetime animated... Uh, Sunday Night Fox Sunday comedy. Night Fox comedy, yeah. kind of a sitcom, like, and we sold an hour long, it turned into a half hour along the way mm-hmm. at USA. Nice. Yeah, we've gotten to, to play in a bunch of different worlds that we've created without actually getting <laughs> the follow-through of getting to play in those worlds. I guess yeah. we've gotten to create different worlds. Our first big thing was we um, we wrote a pilot uh, workplace comedy mm-hmm. about kidney thieves called Cut and Run, 
<laughs> and uh, is that still online somewhere? Yeah, you can see the it's original like short um, on Vimeo uh, called Kidney Thieves, but inspired this thing. Paul Tompkins, Paget Brewster, directed by Cody Wilkins, based on a sketch I did back at Second City. Um, but we sold the the sitcom version right before the strike. Mm-hmm. But we had written the script, so it went out during the strike, which is a great way to hear no when you're not expecting anything. So we heard a lot of, um, oh, you guys, showtime just passed. And you're like, ah, oh, drag. On what? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. So oh, we, never got to, we never got to take it around. Uh, but post-strike, it's been a great sample for us. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, we keep we keep getting it sent out when there's a staffing opportunity on a show. And uh, the exec will read it and go, I want to play with these guys. They're cool or whatever the writing is, not the yeah. guys. Then you'll have and, to uh, Yeah. And uh, it becomes a uh, yeah, development deal instead of a job. Yeah. I think the, the USA uh, show that we sold initially was because we went in to meet on a staffing job on Eureka. Or we oh, were right. sent in. We were Our sent material in. was sent in yeah. for a staffing job. And they were like, what else you got? Yeah. Hmm. You must have your own ideas. And then we sold them hour-long show that over the next year <laughs> became a half-hour-long show. Um, but yeah, it's a, it, we've been in a we- weird position, which I've actually since learned is not so weird, that there are a lot of writers who do this, where maybe we haven't been staffed on a show, but we do keep developing our own stuff. Uh, and, and it's, it's a way to make a living. Fortunately, we have the stage show, yeah, to, like so that we're not just writing in a vacuum writer. Right. We get to know how actors work in that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, and that's the thing. Like, we would occasionally get called on to do <clears throat> screenwriting panels or stuff like that. And the thing we always say is, like, the most valuable thing is to get something on its feet yeah. in front of an audience and learning how to how to please that audience. Uh, our first six or so thrilling adventure shows were very dramatic. <laughs> yeah, very... Um, Not like, so funny. Theater of the mind. Really yeah. picture this. Which, you know, Trying is to neat aspirational stuff. Yeah. But um, you don't know if it's working. Because right. uh, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't uh, argue with laughs. Yeah. We can, but you'd be a jerk. <laughs> oh, no, you can, but you'd be a head case. <laughs> yeah. what, what's their reason for laughing? <laughs> right. Man, was that sarcastic? What's wrong with me and them? What's wrong with me that their laugh is uncovering? <clears throat> Yeah, no, I think that's the uh, that's the, the the biggest lesson is that I learned is is you just have to do it. I mean, in, in terms of stand up, is you just have to. Do it. Sure. It's it's, and I'm, I think that's just kind of the. You know, you might suck, and and you will know, well, you or, or not, and you'll be crazy. Well, yeah, no, no, you're, you, know, you're, you learn so much. Well, you're going to learn, yeah. and you're going to you're going to start out as a tyro, and you're going to end up getting more, more. I mean, even the transition from Embar to Largo, mm-hmm. we learned so much. Mm-hmm. You know, it it took us about three months to adjust the show and, and find our Largo leg. Yeah, because it's a it's a different show. Yeah. You know, it's a uh, to be on that big stage, like we said before. There's a much more performance aspect. Uh, in, in, yeah, yeah, in and a sort yeah, of heady way. It's a three times as big of a room. Yeah, yeah. Just, we have an obligation story-wise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think it was in June of this year. That was when we really started to hit. Yeah, that, and that was the big turning point for the show too. That was uh, the first time we had Nathan Fillion on the show was then, and he brought this whole audience with him, this Joss Whedon audience. Mm-hmm. I like had, Firefly, but you don't love it. Oh, was it something I love? Yeah. Oh, comedy! I love. Uh, Nathan's doing the show December fourth and fifth. 
Oh, excellent. Make it your one night out. <laughs> Those two <laughs> nights. Those two <laughs> nights. No, actually, I, I, I've uh, had talked to the head office, and I'm going to have to... <laughs> I, I, I honestly, doing this in a vacuum, which I thought would be enough of mm-hmm. a creative outlet, is not. No? It's not. I mean, you know, I'm going to have to write. I'm going to have to go out and do and talk to people. And, you know, sure. it's... it's um, because that's the other thing that I that I really, when when the baby came, I, I had to give up doing stand up or at least driving the open mics all the way home. Don and you know I thought and Brody came up said hey let's do a podcast. And I thought hey great idea, but I got to go out and do stuff, other stuff. Yeah, you know. Um, and I feel like that's is, that's a big part of of what we learned in the first year of doing the show too is just. Going out and being a part of yeah. the comedy world or the, the theater world or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Chris Hardwick, you were asking about people who come in and blow us away. Mm-hmm. The first time yeah. Chris Hardwick did the show. Oh yeah, man, oh man. He was yeah, he was in um, on Broadway with the Rock of Ages. Mm-hmm. Like he's a definitely really? a, a theatrical. Yes, dude. you didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's what he was. Things you didn't know. Yes, we knew Tom we, Lankless. There's five things we don't know. <laughs> we just found out two of them. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what, did he, what. What part did he play? He played the the, the Stacy uh, Jacks. I and think. what part did Tom play? Oh, see that I don't know. Um, don't look at me. Man. There's no way to know. Someone tweet about it. Tom will answer you immediately. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> go to the tweet. Um, yeah, Hardwick came in. Was that the, also the June show? That was the Fillion. Yeah, it was Fillion Hardwick, Linda Cardellini, Linda Cardellini, Martin. Martin. Yeah, Star, that was a Martin crazy Star show. show. I like Martin Star. He's great. Yeah. And, uh, Carlos might have been in. No, he wasn't. Like, no, because Carlos and Busy did right. the next month, and Busy no, has been with the us. The month before, yeah, yeah. Uh, Busy's been with us since then, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and she's another one who absolutely surprised us because we, or at least me, because we only knew her from television, mm-hmm. right? And really, like, I only knew her from Freaks and Geeks, Freaks and Geeks right? And uh, she came in and was so funny and so charming and so raring to go. Uh, and she played a, a kid also in the same one with, with Carlos. And uh, like, oh my God, she's up on stage doing this and it's so comfortable and so hilarious. Uh, and then we had this other role that we were trying to cast. <coughs> and uh, she's been doing this role of the love interest for Sparks Nevada, our Western, space Western hero. And uh, we just want to keep writing it for her. Yeah, we, when we moved from Embar to Largo, we started over with the scripts, going back to the first episode. Uh, to rewrite them as opposed to having a new episode every month so that we can start podcasting from the beginning of the stories and also to improve these scripts by five years of knowing how to write things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we we have a plan of when that character's in the show yeah. and when that character's not in the show. And it's like... <laughs> last uh, month was supposed to be her last month. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yesterday wrote a first draft of a whole new episode, yeah. which we shouldn't be doing. Uh, but, man, she's fun to write for. Yeah. yeah. And she came up to us... Uh, during the show and was like, because her storyline, she could see, was sort of playing out. She has to choose like, between Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars, and his um, Martian, Martian sidekick, Croach, uh, romantically. She yeah. Has to choose between and so she saw that choice was about to be made and was like, what happens after this? <laughs> am, I, am I off the show? And What's also, going on? I'm going to that character? That's yeah. Like, like she, <laughs> she was so uh, invested. She nice. really cares about the story. Uh, nice. Uh, uh, it yeah. was awesome. I think someone who did not surprise us was Nick Kroll. Because we expected him to be awesome, and he, and he was. <laughs> uh, it was hilarious. Like, came in... There are very few people who come in the first time and just kill it. Like, uh, a lot of people uh, walk off from their first time going, now I know what I'm going to yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
uh, and then absolutely killed the next time and are great the first time, but mm-hmm. don't like bring they down don't the house. feel like they did yeah their best. Um, but Nick came in and was just unbelievable, uh, and he should be back in January. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of work lately. Yeah. Oh, he's a super talented guy. He is a super talented No, I'm not saying that that's surprising. No, because uh, Caveman, he was the best part of Caveman. Absolutely the best part of Caveman. Oh, yes. I forgot he was on that. I, it's it's funny because uh, we we watched Caveman, you know, as as like a joke. And I started watching him like, it's, you know, it's not as bad as other things. And Kroll and, and knocked out of the I didn't see the Caveman, but I imagine that it's the league, but with prosthetic forehead. No, <laughs> no, it's a little more. It's a little more sitcommy. It's a little more main, mainstream. Well, All in the family, roommatey sitcom. Foreheads, right, kind of. Well, I mean, because they do. It That's is, the it, sitcom. I more the Jeffersons, I would say. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, seriously, because they moved on. Yeah, well, they moved on because of all the prosthetic foreheads on the <laughs> Sherman Hemsley. That's not his actual forehead. When I was a child, I thought that the lyric was "Oh, banana." <laughs> the background singer is oh, saying, banana. Banana. "We're moving on up." Oh, banana. <laughs> well, thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, you want to cut that up? You no. can. Can I? <laughs> yeah, um, no, you've actually determined what, what the music for this episode will be. The Jeffersons? The Born, uh, the born Against cover of the Jefferson theme song. Thank God. Because <laughs> I wouldn't want to hear the actual Jeffersons. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. No, it has been awesome. Wait, that's the end? That's the end. It's, yeah, like, it's, 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 it's five. Yeah, or, or, I'm, we're okay here until the baby comes home, and then we have Which baby's home. What, the baby's at work? <laughs> yes, the baby is actually at work. She's cute enough. We should put her in. <laughs> like the four of us should? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's become baby agents. <laughs> <laughs> baby agents. I think that might have been on the... Human giant. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry. Crolled. Let's go back. Crolled. <laughs> I've been Nick Crolled. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So your outro. Wait, that's it? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't know. I, I, thought, you, I thought you guys had to go. You guys we have just to wanted to be trapped. Mm. We have another half hour. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let's do it. No, no, I. I it, it, double size. It is. It is a, a pleasure having you guys. Here, Super so size. I'm, I'm happy to continue <laughs> continue this. I'll buy the two album vinyl version of this. Right, right, right. <laughs> as long as we're over an hour or under an hour, I'm fine. <laughs> as long as it's not of a dot. Well, there's a lot that's going to be cut out. You do a lot of post on this, right? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Um, but it didn't seem like you had like what, the one I listened to. It didn't seem like. Do you, had do a you lot guys of watch talks. League? I, I oh, thank you. Really very good. <laughs> do, do you guys watch the league or not? I love the league. He do doesn't you? like it. I like it's it. Not that I don't like it. It's that I cannot be bothered to watch it. <laughs> I, I just heard sports, and I'm like, nope. The same reason I don't listen to really pay attention to the Sklar Brothers. It's like sports. No, thanks. you watch Friday Night Lights. No, what's wrong with you? Something's wrong with me. I have this sports allergy. I don't it's know what a, it is. I, I do not give a shit about sports. Mark? Sorry. Watch your mouth. <laughs> but, uh... I, I, no, we have an right explicit with, rating. I'm all right with Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I will get around to but that But I'm not, sure. like, fervidly rabid about it. Yeah, yeah. That's not what I mean. I've like, heard it's brilliant piece of filmmaking on television, and I'm happy but to... But, like, you can it. only care about the characters so much because what they care about is... I disagree. <laughs> I still care about the characters. And I don't follow we, football, but... On Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I haven't watched it. Uh, and the league, I also like. And it's not like but you see, don't have to understand uh, fantasy football to uh, right. watch it. I, well, I I used to well, I used to be in a fantasy baseball league. But I, I was dragooned into it, and I literally picked 
like random players sure. and came in second in the league. <laughs> I, I, I did the draft thing, picked my players, did nothing the rest of the season, and won like 50 bucks. Nice. And that's the level of participation in fantasy sports I've, I've ever done. But I watched League, and it's like, it's not something that, it's in the second season too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's like, there's a lot of good people on it, people that I like, and, and, um, yeah. um, I don't have anything bad to say about it. It's, it's, I just don't watch it. I mean, I, I've seen like a few episodes of it. Right. Sort of but people forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, Flanagan gave me the first season on Blu-ray the other night. Weird. Kroll must have left it there. <laughs> Paul Shears. Oh, no. Flanagan was like, yeah, I found this backstage. You fucking take it. <laughs> Flanagan owns Largo with the coin It's inside. You take this thing. I was interested in seeing players, which is, I believe, about a sports bar. And I kept waiting to... That's like tune in. Matt Walsh. Yeah, Matt Walsh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would not. From what I understand, I mean, it's very, it's very sitcommy. It's very. It feels like a Herald to me. Like it, it feels kinda, like. Well, I don't know if that's, that's how they wrote it, but no. But, but it feels like um, let's top this creative like uh, comic premise. Maybe let's, so. Let's go maybe over the top. So. Crazy. Now you have to wait yeah. for though on DVD because the show's canceled and they never really aired it. No, they aired it. And kind of like at one in the morning. Tivo grabbed it. Oh. Good for you. Good for you and Tebow. Whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, time is immaterial to me and my friend Tebow. <laughs> Good job, Tebow. It's really a DVR. Um, Off brand. Yes. Yeah. No, it's it's actual Tebow brand. But it's the like wow. Yeah, 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 they have the Time Warner DVR, not the. Me too. I was talking about my. Dish oh, Network, guys. I just assumed you were dissing me. <laughs> I lost FX for a while. I was pretty upset about it. Yeah. Uh, now it's back, and I caught up on Terriers. <laughs> Terriers. Do you watch Terriers? No, but I'm guys. Sons of bitches. It's awesome. Terriers I, is awesome. I watched the first half of the first Keep season. Keep going. Yeah. Maybe you I'll try to get sorry. back around to it. I don't you know. Be sorry. How, how yeah. This yeah. most recent episode will kill you. Yeah. It, I was a huge Shield fan. Huge Shield fan. And Sons of Anarchy, for that matter. That, yeah, we keep hearing good things about it, but we have not watched it. Sons of Anarchy we watch everything together. <laughs> brutal. Sons of Anarchy is like it's got a whole caveman, but a one-hour drama about bikers. How many prosthetic foreheads are in that show? Ron Perlman's just not Ron Perlman's. No, it's natural. He's <laughs> the only non-prosthetic forehead. <laughs> oh, he would be good on your show. Uh, Ron Perlman? I'm talking to Blacker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He would be. That's a good one. We never thought about that. Put him on a list. <laughs> uh, but Terriers, do check it out. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna plug two shows. Yeah. Ours, <laughs> Terriers. Well, the I understand the, thr- the thrilling adventure hour is the Terrier of uh, Terriers of uh, stage live stage. It sort of is. It's unstoppable. It's tenacious. Uh, but you're on the carpet. Right. And it has wire hair. Exactly. <laughs> Wires. Yeah, you won't be allergic to it. Yeah, no, I, uh, Do you want a good mouth anymore, acting? Uh, everyone in our cast is great, and you should have each of them on in turn, because they're all hilarious. Okay. Uh, on your podcast. Oh, yeah, they're way funny. I would have asked her, I would have asked her Baniac, but he freaked me out last time I saw him with that haircut. And oh, it's color. back. Uh, oh, good. Yeah. He had just done a... Oh, no, I know, I know, because that's, like, I, because, because you guys were talking, and he's like, hey, Gene, and I'm like, what? And I had that moment where, I had that moment where... Because Tish was with me that that night, and and I looked I looked at him, and I knew who it was, but my brain couldn't <laughs> process it. So I basically I, I I basically introduced Tish to to James, and I and I like read half his IMDb credits. <laughs> I'm like, you made of him, but blah, oh, he, yeah, he's been blah, in blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but he's great because he's full of stories from that 
yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll get a good four or five hours. Oh, and he's, a, and he's a he's a fun guy to hang out with. So. Yeah. yeah. We went to uh, Park City with James. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, in January, uh, for Slam Dance. Nice. Uh, which was so much fun. We had a movie in it. Uh, we didn't just go watch James do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, man. Uh, yeah, we had a movie called Drones, which uh, Adam Bush and Amber Benson directed and got into Slam Dance. And James was in, and Sam Levine was in, and Dave Allen, yeah, Michael Jackson. A lot of these uh, actors that we work with in the show. Yeah, I'm enjoying uh, the, Mark, we don't. Mark, <laughs> the Mark Evan Jackson in those uh, insurance commercials. Right? He's hilarious. Mark Evan Jackson should have be this show because he's yeah. hilarious also. I'll, I, I would be and yeah, a good storyteller. Oh, but we were saying we went to Park City with James mm-hmm. to Slam Dance for Drones and uh, he. we were stuck in the airport. <laughs> Burbank Airport closed down on our way there because of rain. Mm-hmm. And so it was closed. Everything was closed. Yeah, and yeah. someone looked at it funny. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like six hours we were there. Yeah. Holy uh, crap. And James was just regaling us with stories of Broadway uh, and the theater because he like he has his own stories as well as just being a Church student of sure, sure. yeah also an impression because it was Bob Hope Airport every announcement that comes through <laughs> yeah. he would repeat in a Bob Hope impression <laughs> with a gotta tell ya yeah the flight is still delayed ladies Gate and gentlemen three, I gotta tell ya uh, there was no one better to be stuck at the airport wow. uh, it was a lot of fun yeah, I recommend getting to the airport. In fact, that's where you should do the podcast from. Yeah. I think we should. We're close enough. <laughs> yeah. And when, we're, when we do the podcast outside, we are interrupted regularly by the uh, flights. Over. <laughs> you have uh, Danny Strong in your show. He, uh, I know him. He did. From... He moved to New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I knew him from Gilmore Girls, and he did a run on Mad Men this season. Yes. Yeah. Which was so weird for <laughs> us. Yes. Because we know, like, we were friends with Danny, and we didn't know anything about him being on it. I didn't know he was on for that long. Um, I knew he was going to appear, but uh, it was so jarring, which doesn't oh, yeah, always no, happen it's, it, yeah, when it's, it's people we know on TV. But, but to, tra- to time weird. travel, exactly. yeah. that's the thing. Once right. time travel's involved. But his suits crazy. were so nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't they? He looked yeah, great on the show. show. I, he did look great. I, I got suited by the, the guy who people on the show, too. What? It's a great place. Jake Vintage, East Hollywood, Eho. I have to not <laughs> think. I go to the Rochester Big and Tall. <laughs> I sent DiMaggio there for a seat. Yeah, DiMaggio was yelling about it the other night. Yeah. It's hilarious. And DiMaggio wore Cosby sweaters to the show a lot of the time. <laughs> and it was time. But he was excited to do it. Yeah. It was funny. I like the Rochester Big and Tall. It's the one yeah, it's just weird that they all have to do that Rochester voice. <laughs> it seems a little racial. That's true. It is true. I was going to do it, but I'm not going to do it. I want to hear it now. Yeah, well, get one of these voice guys on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I just, I, I have I have a thing about doing impressions because I'm awful. I, I, I'm awful under pressure doing it. What about old racist impressions? Like How Rochester? Yeah. yeah. Get Hal Lublin on this show. He'll do impressions. I'll do a step and fetch it, but I won't do a Rochester. How's that? <laughs> what about just a nameless character who's seen a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it. <laughs> oh, lousy, lousy! Can you watch your levels? <laughs> Did that blow you out there, Ryan? No, I'm good. <laughs> blow me out. Um, yeah, well, watch your black. I'm Gene George. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shakedown Radio is on the air now. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. We've got all over the place with this. Really? It's freewheeling. I would describe this as a freewheeling yeah. discussion. Yeah. So... <laughs> so I, would I, I you not, can you, you let the silence sink in for a second? <laughs> I wanted to ask. I heard you off mic earlier uh, invoke Frost Nixon. Yes, 
I want to. I want to know. I, no, I asked him Thank to ask God. when we came back to please ask me all the questions from uh, Frost Nixon. Oh, oh! I thought you wanted me to ask you about Frost Nixon. <laughs> I thought you might have. <laughs> I have a lot of inside dirt. <laughs> you know, it's based on a true story. <laughs> really. Yeah. I don't think I don't think David Frost was ever president of the United States. It was based on a, it was based oh. on a Rankin Bass animated true story where Richard Nixon was like, "Bring me that snowman." I wow! Know. I did a voice. You can be in the show. Thank this show that we're doing right now. Well, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, uh, uh, the snowman is finished. A political scandal. <laughs> it's it's a red. difficult responsibility. There's a political scandal that broke out before you guys got here. Um, <laughs> when, because of us? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We're recording this on Veterans Day of 2010. Heard of it? Uh, the I call it Armistice Day. I'm a purist. Now, the comic strip Garfield came out today. Uh, Jim Davis... <laughs> well, it didn't just come out. It's no, been no. For a while. <laughs> Today's edition of Garfield. Uh, Thank this, you for clarifying. Yes. So this might be old. I'm sh- this I might be old news, but it goes up, but... Jim Davis, he says he wrote he's, it a year he's, ago. He's dead, right? He's been dead for 30 years. <laughs> Jim Davis said he wrote... Jim Davis. Today, the strip that came out today, he said he wrote a year ago, knew it was going to run sometime in November, whatever, whatever. Uh-oh. Uh, it was about ants. No, I'm sorry. Spiders. Gene, you, you take over here. What, what did the spiders say? It was a spider, Garfield threatening the spider with the rolled-up newspaper, and the spider basically to... to kind of buttonhole this whole thing. The spider basically saying, but the spider basically saying, you know, you know, you don't have the balls to, to squish me and if you do, I, you know, uh, there will be a, a day of remembrance of, of you know, uh, wow. my, and my sacrifice and then the third panel is a spider schoolroom with a spider teacher saying, tell us, now, now tell us class why we celebrate stupid day. Whoa. Yeah. So, Jim Davis, Finally, obviously... political commentary in, in Garfield. Yeah. Somebody, coming out, somebody coming out against... Right? Our, <laughs> against Veterans Day. <laughs> Taking a bold stance. Jim Davis. He's gone from yeah. Mondays, a gateway day to hate. <laughs> yes. To holidays. To, to denying the sacrifice of every veteran. If he were ever, already dead. Ever. Ever. That's why I only... I, you know what? It's Armistice Day. It's, I, I just only celebrate the sacrifices of World War I veterans. I thought that Armistice was that stripper from that airport bar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the guy who wrote in the loop. Armistice. Uh, all right. That's all. Yeah. Glad we had that. So, so has he made a statement? Or yeah, has Garfield yeah. made yeah. a statement? <laughs> he basically said, <laughs> gentlemen, on Mondays, I'd like to open with that. Not lasagna. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Normal was a waste of time. Well, I'm in good night. He's uh, already apologized. He said, hey, I didn't, this not what, this comic has nothing to do with Veterans Day. It, I didn't know it was going to run today. Just, you know, next time I'm going to make sure. He said, what a coincidence. Running. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, guys. Boycott Garfield. <laughs> I've been boycotting Garfield since about 1987, frankly. <laughs> since Garfield at large. Yeah. <laughs> First and best. See, now if they had ran Garfield minus Garfield, would it have been such a controversy? Yeah. I like the randomizer. <laughs> I like the Garfield. Yes, he was barely in it. The Garfield <laughs> randomizer is the best. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to, to view Garfield. Then it's just a, a schizophrenic. Uh, yeah, it's just a combination. And you, but you can you can you can choose to keep which panels. Have you seen it, Gene? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm well, nor honestly, do I care. For no, you might care though. Might. There's um, a slim possibility. Blackbeard's more of a Heathcliff fan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If I have to choose my cartoon okay. cats, okay, he wants, he wants scrappy. Lockhorns or Andy Cap. Come on, Andy Cap. Right. He beats his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
He's drunk and he beats his wife. That's the Lockhorns, alleged. The Lockhorns, they shoot that drunk. I'm not sure if the characters are drunk. <laughs> All right. But the actors are drunk. It's implied. <laughs> the actors. <laughs> the actors. Yeah. Well, they are draw, drawn from life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep it going. Did you have something else about Garfield? Oh, no, there's, there's a Garfield. There's a Garfield. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I'll accept either. Uh, the, uh, the Garfield randomizer takes a, a panel from each of the three panels and randomly assigns yeah. them to a frame. That's a top name for it. Then. Yeah. And it can produce... It can produce some hilarious and surreal results. I bet. Surreal? I would try it. Do you want to read me some? Oh, <laughs> uh, is there anything worse? Let's do that. Is there anything worse? I was cracking my knuckles. I was getting ready to go. Being read a comic strip? On a or podcast. Be, on a podcast. <laughs> Unless... Or someone recounting Saturday Night Live sketches. Do you Unless, know? Unless you're... Oh, in the first frame, Kristen Wiig. <laughs> totally stealing focus. <laughs> <laughs> what is she playing? My, my wife described Kristen Wiig as going to get ugly. As as <laughs> remember, we're, we're having her on the show next week. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm the wife, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, she'll be here in probably about twenty minutes. Uh, uh, as she always plays. Why is she always playing a crunchy character? <laughs> uh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's true. She's always playing, but she's great when she pulls it down like seven or eight. Did you see her characters. on Board to Death? Yeah, I, I that's another show I like. Oh, you know yeah. what? I like Bored to Death. Yeah. The, this season I thought was fantastic. I like the first season, yeah. too, but... I like the first season. The, the, I'm watching like the first... Ha, there's going to be eight episodes this season, and I think... I think five, it's over this week. Right. There's oh. like five or six that had aired and collected on the DVR, so my wife and I just watched them all <laughs> uh, over the course of a Saturday, and, you know... I mean, it's... It's funny. alarmingly short. Yeah, yeah. I watched one the other day. It was like 20 minutes after right. that. So if you watch the whole season together, it's like just two, three hours on your time. <laughs> and yeah, it's brilliant. This season. Yeah. Um, it, it, I feel so connected to the Ted Danson character, getting older, looking back <laughs> on my wily ways, you know. We all related that to you. <laughs> Is Galifianakis back this season? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That that's a great thing about that show is watching Galifianakis and I always want to say Schwartzman or Schwartzbaum. You can say Schwartzman. Schwartz. You could say Schwartzbaum, <laughs> but that's not his name, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, Ted Danson, just the three of them, knowing how buddy buddy they are in real life, and it translating on the screen. Are they? I imagine they hate each other. <laughs> no, they quite. I the imagine opposite. that on every show. I quite the show. opposite. <laughs> but Ted Danson hates everyone else he works with. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, some Galvin Hackers and Schwartzbaum hate everyone. Schwartzbaum. <laughs> Schwartzbaum's a dick, though. I just, I, I thought it was also funny Galvin Hackers busting out the file that under who gives a shit line on board to death, which I'm pretty sure is... One of his? One of his, uh, yeah, but it's said in character <laughs> during the show. <laughs> As opposed to the character he plays on stage. Exactly. Stand up. Or in The Hangover. Or The Hangover. Yeah. Sports bomb in that? Or the new plane trains and automobiles? I was just. Now here's a question: Would you welcome Mel Gibson onto the thrilling adventure hour? No, we don't need the ticket sale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe in February. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not like a. It's not like we have a great moral stand because, like, we have plenty of Jew haters in our fan. That's true. But um, <laughs> we'll let, we'll leave that to the audience to figure out which. Well, are they self-loathing Jews? Some. All right. Uh, well, that's all right. But yeah, that they aim it outward. The um. Yeah, but we tr- the, we've been lucky to have a cast full of sane actors. Yeah, and that's like that's what we court is like quiet, calm, sane. Right, yeah. right. And that's also mega talented. Yeah, I mean, 
like we said before, like the ones who tend to want to do a show like this. Sure. To have it fairly together, they can answer an email. <laughs> they can read an email where they understand what a show is. You know, like I, I don't know that Gibson could do that. Right. Without responding with a diatribe of some sort. Which, yeah. I meant Deborah Gibson. Right. <laughs> Debbie? No, no. Well, they're, not, they're not close. <laughs> the actress. The actress. Deborah? Yes. And you yeah. pulled that reference out of the blue? Huh? That was her first album. Oh, Debbie Gibson out of the blue. Uh, God damn it, Odie. Oh, the podcast. <laughs> were you more of a Tiffany fan? I think we're alone now. Hmm. Uh, no. I think were is the wrong verb tense for him. <laughs> you haven't seen The Shrine? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think I, I viewed them with equal contempt, but I probably would have had sex with them when I was, whatever, 15 or 14 or however. I, if, if you've seen Tiffany or Debbie Gibson Playboy, I think you might have sex with them now. Yeah, probably. You're just going to take your time out. Yeah, this is getting to a weird point. <laughs> what? Like you wouldn't. Um, with them? No. Really? What about New Kids on the Blocks? Yeah, of course. Every okay. single one. <laughs> I think I... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> even, even Curly? Never mind. Joey or Donnie? <laughs> curly. Scary. <laughs> Scary. Sporty. Any single one. Any single The slutty one. Never. Aren't they all the slutty ones? I don't know what you're talking about. I've lost the thread. What? Uh, dream Guest. Who you got? I'm Gene George. We've done. <laughs> I've, I've given you like three at this point. Tom uh, Waits, Bill Murray, Murray, and Bill Murray, and Al Brooks. Oh, that's what? a good one. Al Brooks is a good one. Right. Oh, we're living or dead? They have to be living. Yes. Yeah. That, I don't know because you... they're going to be on a podcast. <laughs> the no, but I mean, like the whole like, who would you if you had to oh, have dinner? No, that's the dumbest question. Two people. Oh, but also answer it. <laughs> but also answer it. I think we asked that question in our first mini-sode. Oh, did we? Is yes. this a mini-sode? <laughs> no. Is this, this a macro This is a macro This is a macro Oh, you should. Um, All right, I'm done with you. Oh, uh, he's talking to a dog. <laughs> Was uh, I? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think Bill Murray is a dream guest. I think Tom Sure, is a dream for all guest. of us, but it'll never happen. Well, wait, wait, so, so is there like a poor man's Bill Murray? <laughs> <laughs> Joel Murray. <laughs> oh, Brian Doyle Murray. Uh, he'd be great. So would Joel Murray. He's on that. Uh, Joel Murray's all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Joel Murray. All the Murrays are very good. Joel Talk about him pissing him. himself yeah. on that, then. He did other things. He pissed, <laughs> other <things. laughs> he pissed on himself in other shows. On Doug and Greg, he pissed What about Anne Murray? <laughs> what about her? She's a Murray. We could get her on the show. What about Gordon Lightfoot? He's a Canadian singer. Oh, true, true. Yeah, that's true. No <laughs> have all the bare naked ladies on. They're all Canadians. Canadians. Yeah. They're all singers? Are they all singers? I don't know. Do I don't listen to that fucking band. Are you kidding me? Someone got defensive because he listens well, to that band. Write comedy music. He needs it. <laughs> it's bullshit. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the Bill Murray, I'd have to go with the Bill Murray's again. Well, I didn't realize it had to be an attainable goal. Well. That was the dream. That was the whole Yeah, dream. there's a dream thing and then like, yeah, well, here's who I would actually really love to get. Someone who's attainable and I would still be thrilled about. Oh, well, well that would be the Paul F. Tompkins, which I already said. It's going to be in the middle. He's never going to do it. No, actually, the, the thing that's really been keeping keeping us, or keeping me from, from seriously pursuing it is, is well, besides his crazy schedule because he's working all yeah. the time, um, is I want to have these microphone problems ironed out. I, honestly I don't do. blame you. Yeah, they're okay for us. I, no, yeah, we, for the dirt like us. But... 
That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's just it's it's annoying in general, and and uh, actually this this has been, I think because we have two. Uh, omnidirectionals going right now. It's been I think they're great. Yeah, yeah he's a little anti-Semitic. Uh, you know who'd be great? Who? Uh, your friend Kevin Pollack. Oh, turn the tables on. Yeah, uh, wouldn't you love that? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Because he actually has great stories. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, he does. He's, he's a funny guy. And he's he never like guy. he only gets to tell a certain amount of them on his show. Right, right, right. Because uh, it's always about the other guests. It would be yeah, no, I, that's actually a really good idea. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll see about that. I'll get that. I'll get working on that. Yeah, right. damn, that's... I feel like I'm a shitty podcast. You'd get, you'd get Hadad-like numbers. Yeah. What's that? You'd get Hadad-like numbers. Yeah, probably. Crowell Pollock? Aye. Certainly. Yeah. We should, in that case, we should have Adam Crowell on the show. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> then we not only have numbers, then we get all those negative reviews you've been waiting for. What, does he get negative reviews? No, but his fans uh, will give us negative reviews. Really? I've actually never heard his show. I hear it's uh, the biggest show on the, on the internet. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah, good good for him. I mean, he's a funny guy. At least. Yeah, yeah. he just has crazy fans. What is the name of his show? The Adam Carolla Show. All right. <laughs> it's a little obvious. <laughs> it's on the I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, branding wise, branding wise, not a genius. Me, you know, well, maybe he is a genius. He's got his name out there. It was like the joke from Conan the other day. Like I called it Conan, so it'd be harder to replace me. They'll show him. Yeah, I guess that was a joke. Um, Conan, you guys should get Conan. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good dream guest. I, I could so. tell him how I could tell him how watching the pilot episode of his new TBS show made me not want to be a talk show host ever again. Really? No, I wouldn't tell him. <laughs> no, I mean, really, that that happened. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Talk about it. Yeah, you didn't. We yeah. didn't dig into this. We didn't dig into it. Yeah, no. Um, that, we have the two whole formats. Format. Okay. The whole format of the talk. Uh, the whole the actual talk show like like a Letterman show. I mean this this freewheeling format or just you yeah. know, but 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 that whole I, I don't think I would like to be in that position of you know so and so is promoting their new movie. Here they are. We're gonna have a ten minute chat, which is actually a three minute chat, which is actually a segue into you know a musical number, and then that's kind of you know it seems very. I hadn't watched late night talk. I'd watched like clips from various shows on YouTube mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, you know, when something funny happened or somebody recommended it, but but I hadn't like sat down to watch a, a full talk show until Conan's premiere at TBS. Mm-hmm. And the time before that, I watched his you know, final show on NBC. You know, so it's like, and before that, I can't couldn't tell you when I'd seen it. Uh, like a Jessica Alba's here to talk about some shitty movie she's in. Whoa! Did you uh, ever watch any? No, of she's a great actress. <laughs> she just has bad taste. Oh, you should get her from. Uh, did you ever watch any of the old Tom Snyder shows? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, maybe I've seen some clips. I've seen like as a as a Sex Pistols fan, I made, yes, yeah, I watched those. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And but I saw his like CBS show when. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's right. You know when he was on After Letterman. But that old format, like on that CBS show, he only had the one guest, right? I think so. Was a, had, or, yeah, like a but on that old show where he'd have like Kim Fowley and uh, uh, Joan Jett, and they'd all yeah. surround David Bowie or something. Like it was the weirdest mix of people, and he did not understand them at all. <laughs> uh, but it was still a great conversation. Yeah, uh, I don't think anything exists like that anymore. I mean that. That would be fascinating. That would be fun. No, see, something like that would be <clears throat> would be more. I'm saying, don't give up your dream. Okay, thanks. Let's encourage that. That's what we're here for. You gotta follow your dreams, Gene George, and only like Gene a, George. A gamer. <laughs> 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 
That's or the only way to move on up. Or Dream Master, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. You know, here's my... Uh, I might have already tweeted this. Go do. But the idea that... These are new followers. you got new followers now. Somebody should mash up like they do in the in the YouTubes. Yeah. On the YouTubes. Glee and Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Because they both had... <laughs> <laughs> the wheelchair kid uh-huh. and a tough lady. Like, they have all the same tropes. Right, right, right. Um, I would love to see those kids murdered. Get murdered by. <laughs> yes. Murder or be murdered by. Uh, that Freddy. That's our, that's our Glee spec, right? Where yeah. they all get together to plan a murder. Welcome to prime time. You just. Uh. Um, I, I, I've never seen Glee. But I think I've gotten the hang of Glee from that Saturday Night Live sketch. Oh, re- please recount it to me. <laughs> well, to hear the Saturday Night Live sketch. Krista Wig comes in. She's crunchy. She plays a crunchy character. Oh, she's crunchy. Mm-hmm. I really like Glee, actually. And I actually enjoy the music of Glee as a musician myself and fan of it. <laughs> I was just going to say you've managed to. You're taking the him gun bobblehead position. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's good stuff. Not always. I mean, there's sometimes that, you know, some notes they... No they hit a sour note on Glee. Hmm. But <laughs> if you will. Tompkins. You know, that's true of anything. <laughs> oh, was that a Tompkins? Death Eater. Plus, you know, I'm a big fan of cultural diversity and yeah, LGBT alliance. and Force cultural all diversity on television. Yeah. Um, C. Modern Family. Has or Community. Or Community. That's some These are shows on television, yes. Yes. I, I like Community. Right? Community's great. It is great. That's on my catch up, like that and Friday Night Lights. And as they get um, more surreal, get it just gets better. They're and better. having the best time. Absolutely. Yeah. It's got to be like. Well, I've, I've uh, you know, the, all the Channel 101 stuff and, and acceptable TV stuff mm-hmm. is fairly freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, rah, rah. You know? Yeah, no, we are fans as well. Um, uh, you know who's doing our show December 4th and 5th? Who's that? Allison Brie. Oh, I heard. That's from very that, good news. That television from Mad Men. And from Mad Men. Yeah. How many people from Mad Men have you had on? One. We almost, we almost had Vincent <laughs> Carthizer in, in, in our, our very, very first show. show. Oh. Yeah. But he got cast in like a Broadway. Rock of Ages. Took over for Chris Hardwick in the yeah. drone company. You know the very cool thing about him is Vincent Carthizer is travels entirely by city bus. That's cool. Yeah, seems inefficient. Yeah, <laughs> with him just so he bought a city bus and has somebody drive. Yeah, I don't think that's very. No, good. he's very concerned about environmental impact. He is totally not Pete Campbell. He is like, he's probably more like me. He's like seriously, that explains well, the beer. let's not go that far. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, no, he was there for the the impetus uh, of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, which was a bunch of actors that we knew. We we brought them together in my living room to read a feature spec that we had, a feature script we had written, and uh, he was one of them. Well, he wasn't. Yep. Nope. But I'm willing to, you know, just say he was. He was totally one of them. He was two of them. <laughs> Are you kidding? He was. Didn't you read stage directions? No, that was us. Travis didn't show up. He wasn't. Really? Derek got him. Because Derek was the magician in the first one. Uh, Side business. He was, <laughs> he was also, yeah, he was not here. But, was, huh? was that some dirt? Sorry. No, no. Oh, We have no dirt. What? You guys are, are uniformly positive. Yep. We try to be. 
It's the least we can do. We're not well, we talked about that a little bit. About, did we talk about that on the show? What's or that? Was just me bitching about stuff in <laughs> real life. I don't even know what I... I don't know where the show <laughs> ends and I begin. Where is Jane to get? Oh, my God. It's kind of like Videodrome, but with podcasts. It's like Podcastiodrome. It is. <laughs> it's just what they call it. <laughs> you can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. Let's tell our audience um, all the places they can find you. Obviously, thrillingadventurehour.com. Obviously. Uh, that has information about your cast and your shows. And you have a gallery and gift shop. Oh, yeah. The t-shirts and mugs and stuff are great. And we're going to start selling exclusive things at the shows because people have been demanding them. That's very cool. Cards and letters. What matter, What matter of things have they been demanding? You'll they just see. want merchandise. They like briefcases. <laughs> they like some sort of um, canvas situation. Tote? A tote? A tote? Yeah, some sort of tote? They want, uh, they want an art portfolio? I think you always should make a bag of corn for a tote. <laughs> I think we're probably going to do that. But Sack of maize. Talk about it on podcast. We do a nice corn maze for the, uh, for the <laughs> summer year, show. Every year. You say the summer show? Ben Acker, you're on Twitter at B-N-A-C-K-E-R. Ben Blacker, funny. you're on Twitter at Ben Blacker. Yeah. My real name. Yeah. That Listen, God gave me. There was a guy already. <laughs> oh, my mom is a god. <laughs> There's a guy uh, already Athena. with the name a Greek goddess. Athena. of my name. You sprung fully for uh, But you can follow the show at ThrillingADV. Uh, and we have a Facebook fan page, and we always put like the the announcements, the special announcements, to Twitter and Facebook first. Um, but you can get on the mailing list through the website, uh, and that will get the announcements later. Cool, cool. Uh, next show is December fourth and fifth. The fifth is yeah. The fifth is to benefit bookends.org mm-hmm. which is a non-profit organization that helps get books into the hands of kids who need them most it's not to organize and, and organize books yeah yeah it's just to keep them from falling off the shelves. <laughs> yeah but when I need some bookends and uh, so we do a benefit to um, raise money for yeah, they're, they're a great organization and, you know they're uh, not a huge organization so a show like ours where it is just a few hundred people can really make a difference to them Very so cool. visit bookends.org and give to those guys very cool Thanks for having us. Yes, no, we really appreciate the visit. Absolute pleasure. And the talk. The talk. Do we, do we just throw a little accent in there? I, I I I don't know. I haven't had. They gave Fran Drescher a talk show, by the way. Have you seen? Have you <laughs> Who's seen they? Is it this talk show? <laughs> hey, the Jews. Oh, huh? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, they they were. I, I call. I call Fran Drescher would be, would be a dream guest. Sure. Really? Maybe. I'd ask her about. Maybe. I'd ask her about. Uh, I, it depends I, I, on her. It was really noncommittal. I can think of things to talk to Fran Drescher about. Sure. That's what you want to be a guest. Do you want, wait, do you want to be set up on a date with her, or do you want her no. as a guest? A little old for me. I don't know your type. I like that type. <laughs> um, uh, look at babies here. You know what that means. Um, I talk about Spinal Tap. She's in Spinal Tap. That's pretty awesome. The baby Bobby Fleckman. <laughs> the, right. the, their agent at, uh, at the... At the... UHS? Office. Did we say UHS? Yes. She was secretary in UHS. Listen, I can maybe get you the friend Drescher. Yeah. All right. Should do that with those guys. Yeah, yeah, no, you're buried in Drescher business. Oh, hey, how you doing? I'm tangentially Drescher uh, adjacent. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks, guys. I mean, it's... Uh, 
That's been appreciate it. Fantastical. Cool. Are you gonna say your names? So until next time, I'm Brody. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, let me, let me hold on a there. second now. <laughs> you warned us at the beginning. No, of I know, the but I was, but we kind of had to reset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. The Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. I am Ben Acker. And I'm Gene George. Okay, so we're ready to start? Let's do it. Uh, I reset it.